Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Now, have you seen that they're uh, playing uh, ads in New York about what to do if a nuclear bomb hits? I did not see that. Yeah. See, this I see. You'll be proud of me. I deleted Twitter because nice. I couldn't take it anymore. That's nice. I download it every once in a while to post one thing, and then uh, within ten minutes, I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> every time. That's how I always see that shit. Where just somebody has to bitch about something. Something. Yeah. Everybody oh. bitching about something. Just it, it, everything is the root of all evil. You know, everybody's just. A shithead. I, I I like liking things. <laughs> See, yeah. and the world doesn't want you to like anything. Even who, who, when we act like we don't like Xavier or Wolverine, we like them. Yeah, we and we like shitting on them. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the most fun. But like, I wouldn't be like, you know, why it's problematic that you like Xavier. But like, it we would be insane to go. Oh. Logan's terrible as a movie because it has Wolverine and Xavier. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And it has Wolverine and Xavier, the only two left. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that we like the least, seemingly, and it, we fucking love that and movie. And they double up the Wolverine. They do. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Triple. They triple up the Wolverine. And if there's anything we hate about Wolverine, it's how many of them there yeah. are. <laughs> and they give us three in that movie. <laughs> I'm su- I'm surprised Dekken didn't just show up out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep, that was a movie. That was good. <laughs> but yep. I yeah, people just they're so negative. Yeah. Luckily I did like log in for just long enough to see all the announcements from this weekend. Oh yeah. Which are I'm super stoked about a lot of them. Called a bunch of them. Oh, you mean uh, when they did the the whole uh, the next run of Marvel movies is and yeah like when they did sa- uh, stage five and six, cancer, yeah, <laughs> yeah it that's when you that's when it haunts your soul <laughs> and sets you deeper into the nether realm. <laughs> that sucks. Like you get yeah stage six of cancer is just when they bring you back to kill you. Again. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Like you die of cancer and then you go to whatever the afterlife is and you still have cancer. You find out <laughs> oh, there's more stages to this. Yes, you just you have to keep dealing with this, and then you're gonna be super dead, like in Dragon Ball Z where you can die again and it just means you stop existing. Uh, <laughs> like they're looking at everybody who dies of cancer. Like oh boy. Do you have a quest ahead of you? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's so much you got to do. We have this ghost chemo. It really sucks, but, you know, it might help you out. Yep. And for you, the listener, that quest is listening to this issue of Mexmen. Yeah. I'm Tony. <laughs> I'm Devin. And today we're actually, possibly, yeah. going to be covering the uh, first arc in Donnie Cates' Doctor Strange. Yeah, we will. Which I don't remember the issue numbers. It's 380-something, I want to say. It's something. But it's right 381. after... 381. Two three eighty six. It's right after Jason Aaron. Yep. Which is new, like it's numbering them one to twenty or something like that. 26. So it's six. So it's quite a jump. Well, this is when all of them, all, every single book at Marvel was like, oh, we're just going back to legacy numbering. Yeah. It's always weird when they're making those because it's it's just to to fool people. Anyway, yeah. it's just to be like, oh, look, you can get in on issue one. No, you're not. You're not. 
I I get the concept though of like comics are difficult to get into. Yeah. Uh, so if you go to the store and you see issue uh, 386, you're going to be like, oh, God, I don't even know where to start. Like starting on a new run is like a pain in the ass. If like you're just trying to jump in. But if you go and you see issue one, you're like, okay, I can start there. True. But then just do a dual number system. Like they've, they've been doing that now with the yeah. legacy number. But now they, they'll make the, the bigger number tiny. And then they're like, this is issue one. Also, it's an issue like 896, which I think is actual the case with uh, Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah, they get up there. And then they dump those like bullshit ass like issue 1000s for shit where it's like, that's hundreds yeah, of Yeah, you're not off. there yet. You're, you're, you're way off. When you get there, the achievement won't feel as good because you got your applause now. Yeah, because they're, they're, they've been advertising Spider-Man issue 1000. 900 came out this week. So unless they're coming out with a hundred episodes between now and then, then, uh, yeah, they, they make some liars. Yeah. Uh, so Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll start out by talking about like because I do want to get into the cool announcements that came out. So we'll start with Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna talk about Doctor Strange and all that stuff. And oh, Loki, I promise we'll Loki, get to him. Loki sources. The dragons are coming. I <laughs> but Black Panther, I still think they fucked up. I think I seeing how they're playing it, I can appreciate it, and it looks like it still will be good. But you fuck up when you don't recast T'Challa. Yeah, like this idea that Chadwick Boseman was too important—that you know they they had to retire the character—that's insane. Like you, Chadwick Boseman had one Black Panther movie, telling the story of T'Challa. You only get to see his rise. Like, he's a bit character and everything. Well, not Civil War, but that's still part of the rise. Um, he's a bit character and everything else. He's just there as, like, he's extra super. Yeah, he's the guy, he he's, has he's, the army. Yeah. So he's, like, it's a convenient place to go because it's well defended. And uh, he's got his own army. So if, like, you're doing a big battle scene, you're going to want to go to Wakanda for some of it. Yeah. And you're, you're like, if this character is supposed to be so important... You're not even close to finishing his story. Te technically, in Endgame, also took place on Wakanda because Wakanda isn't a place, it's a people. So, <laughs> the fact that all the Wakandans were there, it also took place in Wakanda. Okay. <laughs> it's... It is a place, though, because it's a country. <laughs> they really drill that into your head, though. And I, I want to say it was like the 2015 run. They really drill into your head that Wakanda's uh, it's a people, not a place. Or thing. Yeah, which I thought Wakandans were. Were uh, the people, yeah. Yeah, and the Wakanda was the place, but. <laughs> so, wait, they literally are Wakanda. Wakanda people are they? They're Wakanda people. They're not. <laughs> I think Asgard's doing that now, too, where they're like, Asgard in the place, it's a people. Like, didn't they oh. start doing that, too? That's some of that's like pseudo intellectualism of just like because you could say that about literally anywhere. Yeah. Like, well, any who? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Any who. And I know I could have said anyone, but I didn't want to. <laughs> well, any who. So <laughs> they weren't remotely done telling to tell a story. If, if he's supposed to be such an important character, you don't see his reign. You don't see any potential falls. Like everywhere you could have taken the character gets cut short. 
Because, yeah, Chadwick Boseman's a great guy. And he went out, I mean, he's he's probably going through stage five or six right now, for all we know. <laughs> <It's so dark. laughs> but he went out dope as fuck where he didn't make a big deal out of it. He was actually yeah. joking about it. Like, they're like red carpet, like, uh, interviews where they're talking to him about, like, it's kind of eerie. Because, like, the lady's yeah. talking to him about, like, what Black Panther 2 was, uh, or what the next thing was going to be and he's like oh i'm not in it and he's like what do you mean you're not in it? he's like i'm dead i'm gonna be dead yeah and it's well, like that's because that was taking place yeah, exactly after exactly infinity war. infinity war it's like what are you gonna do for black panther 2 well i'm dead i don't know but then he he knows he has cancer no one else knows that so for him that's a double entendre he's probably going in his brain uh but knowing that there's this facade that yeah. he got snapped away. Because a lot of actors did do that after Infinity War, I wonder how many of them were like, I hope that's not true. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he... The, the idea that he wasn't memorialized enough, like, he was everywhere. He was in Mar- all these comics. Yeah. He had nothing to do with Marvel comic books. But he was, like, as if he were, like, a penciler or a writer who had given decades of their life to Marvel, he was in every book in tribute. He was, fuck, he was on the cover of Spawn. Like, and you can do a tribute to him at the beginning or end or both, if you want to go that far, for Black Panther 2, after still having recasted. Yeah. Or, you know what I would have kind of preferred they have done? Just leave it out. It sounds weird, but leave Black Panther out of Wakanda, like the second Wakanda movie or Whatever we well, want. Well, it is just it. basically the, the Wakanda uh, movie. Yeah. So just have it so like Black Panther's gone. People don't know where he is. That way you buy yourself like more time, and then re- later you can reca- recast it and bring somebody in. Yeah, but they okay. In fairness, they did have time because the movie yeah, was but already they were delayed. Like, they were like filming the movie though when uh like right after that happened, they were like went into filming. Yeah. But wasn't the chick who plays Shuri like saying some wild shit about COVID. So they were like, Whoa, slow down. And they're like, stop production. I could have swore that happened. Like she she bought them time to recast. I think that was more just the pandemic bought them time, but either way there was, there was plenty of option there. They opted into no, let's kill off T'Challa. So I still think that's a bad idea. That said, I'm also annoyed at it's most obviously going to be Shuri who is the next Black Panther, and that's stupid. It should be Nakia or Okoye, and, and watch it be Shuri. Uh, I think I it know. should be Umbaku, but you know. <laughs> because my my big point we've, on why it should be Umbaku. First of all, he's in the Black Panther armor and part of the trailer. We've already covered this. The nanotech can't get over. <laughs> He's too thick. Just combine two suits. He's too thick. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. It's a fusion of like yeah. both the suits that uh, Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick had. Yeah. And uh, he's he's just got two chains on him. <laughs> he's like the fucking uh, the Mister T of Wakanda. Uh, you can't have Umbaku become his uh, his comic book character because it's super fucking racist. Yeah. So just. You know, two birds, man. Make him be the new Black Panther. Fair enough. Two- you cannot have him become Gorilla Man. We already know this. Yeah. So no, that that won't happen. That, Either that, way, anyway, it does look good. Yeah, the trailer it looks, looks like awesome. It, it's, it looks like it's gonna be awesome. But you know, after the Thor trailer, how awesome that was. I'm like, oh, I love Thor. I, I know love you love that Thor, movie. but like, I have a lot of issues with it. Why? 
I, oh, I think man. they did everything right. Uh, yeah, but you also like I w- This was all switched around when Doctor Strange was out. That's not true. So, I didn't say I didn't like Doctor Strange. I didn't say I didn't like Thor. I Fair said enough. I have a lot of problems with it. Okay, I didn't say I had a lot of problems with Doctor Strange. Yeah, you did. I had like a couple problems. <laughs> my 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 problem mainly was no no we did this we did we, that where you shit on my movie I shit on your movie now I shit shit on it go ahead <laughs> go ahead go ahead uh, my I I think I've gone over like a couple of the things that were my issues with it but I think my biggest one is that like by making they turn all right the necro sword they turn that into the ebony blade when we're about to get the ebony blade right yeah um and when you make it that it's the sword that's corrupting gore. You get rid of every part of his character. Like a god at that moment, his god is laughing in his face about how his whole family died and he does not give a shit. Right. And it's a blade that corrupts him instead of uh, gore. His own rage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and him uh, completely uh, feeling abandoned by the gods and thinking all the gods are useless. Well, they're probably going to change what the ebony sword does then. Which is annoying. It it is. You know what? I will say that Mar the MCU right now the gratuitous changes they're making is annoying. Like it, we talked about it with uh, Kamala, the yeah. power thing real bad that bothers the shit out of me. Making Moon Knight way too strong. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're doing like because they're nailing so many of the like so many other things like costume design is being nailed a hundred percent in most cases. Not really for Moon Knight, but. For most other things, but what it, what I don't like about it is that it feels lazy. It it's in it seems on purpose, like they're trying to like yeah they're being it. lazy. They're they're doing like, it on purpose. It's lazy to um like there's so much more you have to do in order to make Moon Knight relatable and like just a guy in a suit, and it's super easy to just go. Oh, this doesn't hurt him. And so that's how he gets out of it because he's just super strong now and he can't die. So he just gets generic superpowers of invulnerability and whatever. Uh, it's lazy to go. Kamala doesn't actually stretch or transform or any of that shit. She just creates energy. Yeah. It's energy. She's protection. Green Lantern. Yeah. But worse. Because it's sparkly and prismatic. And I don't get what, what all this, like, neon rainbow shit is. I feel like it got really big with, like, the first Suicide Squad, and I've been just seeing it. Neon rainbow. Yeah, like, these color schemes that they're putting in movies and TV shows a lot lately is that they just have this sort of, like, rainbow of neon colors that they just sort of interject. I think it's that, like, uh, uh, like a blowover from, like, 80s nostalgia and, like, 90s nostalgia stuff. Because, I mean, it, it's also in Thor. Like they, yeah. they're, they're It's hardcore in the third Thor movie. <laughs> it's hardcore in Thor. Yeah. Not the one with Gore. The one before. <laughs> I've been a little bit in the one with Gore. Uh, yeah. It's annoying because it's like that, that song or sound yeah. that you would hear at the beginning of any trailer. Yeah. Which a lot of, I have seen a lot of people like, it's so annoying that they're like, Movies are now just taking a song, like an older song, and slowing it down. And it's like, do you remember what was before that? Because I'm so cool with this now. Because everything's not just the Inception noise now. Yeah. Was it Inception that did that first? I thought it was Transformers. No, it it's it's called the Inception noise, but it's oh, not really like... Okay. It just gets 
place with Inception, which I don't even think it's like a, a thing in Inception. It's so annoying. It's 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 lazy, cookie cutterish, like, and it's this concept of like use best practices, like do what everyone else is doing. It's like ugh, that's boring. You're just boring me then. Like I'll just why don't I just watch rewatch that movie if you're just gonna make the other movie but call it something else. Yeah, like I I really liked how like they did the music by like remixing two different songs together in the trailer for Wakanda. Uh huh. Like I thought that was really awesome. And then how they used it for uh, both the Thor trailers of um, Ragnarok and um, uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah. That, like, it, the song was, uh, like, it was a song that closely related to the plot of the story. I will say at the end felt like a cop-out, but also I get it. For, uh... Whoa, when Thor just straight up deputizes a bunch of children to be like, oh, yeah, that was, that was really dumb. <laughs> that was really dumb. <laughs> it was dumb, but I get it in that a Thor technically does have this power. He's he's like the Odin surrogate. Yeah, but now, like his hammer. Like, so yeah. you don't see him do that sort of thing anymore. If, if they had shown that he's got the Odin force, then that would be one thing. But he doesn't seem to have any powers from Odin dying. I guess, but, like, that's just, like, a god thing, right? Like, you just fucking, like... That's make lazy. A... You can't talk about lazy and then say it's just a god thing. Well, half of god things are lazy. That's why I'm not typically into them. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you can just say, uh, I decree this, and then it kind of happens. Speaking of god things, though, uh, another one of my problems with the movie is... They uh, didn't show Thor's penis. That, too. Uh, but no god butchering. What the fuck? Yeah. We saw one god die. Yeah. Two. Well, w- one and a half because. And that was nary a butchering. Yeah. <laughs> it, what What I think would have been so much cooler. And not even two. Yeah. I, that's why I said like. Yeah. Because like one you think is dead and it's not even Gore who did it. It's Thor. I can see how you can confuse those two. Yeah. Uh, On paper at least. I think what would have been a much better movie uh, is like up to that scene. You could even do like, I mean, change the thing I said before, but like up until that, <laughs> up until that scene, you can do most of the movie pretty much the same. Uh-huh. Uh, but when it's all the gods gathering, Gore should have busted in there and started murdering everybody. That's a, that is a wasted moment. Of and then some gore. Hercules becomes more important just by that fact, yeah. because now right now it, it doesn't really. I mean, like unless you know who Hercules Thor is, attacked you don't care. Zeus, but like yeah. He's still alive, but if uh, if it was Hercules blamed Thor for everything that happened to Zeus and all the other gods dying because he let Gore there, that's much better motivation going forward yeah. with uh, Hercules. And like, you can kill a bunch of the a bunch of the characters that were there, and still have like all those pantheons that like because yeah, I know that's why the they tried ones. to cop kill, out kill the ones that no one knows or even or the, like about. the really important ones that you are not really going to use going forward. Like Zeus would have been perfectly fine to kill. Like he's not really that important in the comics. Like Hercules and Ares are much more important. Than him. Yeah. Honestly, I could have seen like, cause if, if not that while Thor's there, then right after Thor leaves and they take the, the lightning bolt, he shows up and just starts wrecking shit. And Zeus doesn't have his lightning bolt to fight him. So then you can have that as further motivation of, like, you fucked us, dude. Yeah. You took away the weapon that would have stopped this guy. 
Yeah. So you can go find him to fight the guy. And also, even though I was excited in the moment, like the more I'm like looking back, um, I don't like that the uh, Celestials were there. Yeah, it did kind of make them seem like they were beholden to the gods. Yeah, like it or something, or somehow like cl- clubbed yeah. in. Because there's the gods, but then there's cosmic entities. Yeah, yeah. In the comics, they're very much separate in their own thing. Yeah, and they're way above the gods. Yeah. Um, you even have uh, like the way they played Eternity is how they should have treated the Celestials. And even then, like, where it's just it was cool seeing Eternity, but like, I feel like he's was kind of wasted. I mean, I don't know. Look, you're when you're you do have to kind of differentiate gods from men when you're doing stories about gods exclusively, right? So, in that sense, I like if they did Iron Man meets Eternity, as much as I think that'd be cool. Um, but just out of nowhere, right? Iron Man 2, he meets Eternity. Yeah. It's like, what? How? What? What? No. I mean, even the Guardians, it'd be weird, and they are in space. Like, they, because they, they just seem so cosmically smaller. Yeah. If the, anything, the only do, one to me that makes sense is Silver Surfer. They do zip around quite easy. They, I mean, all of these locations are like semi secret or super secret. And across the universe, and they just are there. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot of cop-outs of, like, uh, you know, the the built-in Biofrost of uh, Stormbreaker. Okay. Um, But then Zeus's Lightning Bolt, too. And it's, like, you know, right when they need to do it, then they can do it. No God Bomb. That bummed me out. Well, I don't know much about the God Bomb. so God Bomb's so cool. I don't know. It, It sounds like a wrestling move. It does, which that would be a pretty sweet <laughs> wrestling move, too. But, like, it's – he so Gord goes back in time to when the first, like, gods were being born, mm-hmm. and he kills an infant god, takes its heart, turns it into a bomb that uh, when this bomb explodes, it explodes all throughout history and kills every god, making it so they never existed. That's wild if it can just blow up throughout history. Yeah, that's why it's insane. See yeah. how higher the stakes are in the comic yeah. than – and then they like, Whereas and I've said it before. They get rid of the the whole story arc of Gore becoming what he hated, and like people were worshiping Gore. Okay, so then I'll say I like the movie more than you, in part because I don't know enough to be disappointed. So shame on you, Tony, for reading comic books. Yeah, the book was better. <laughs> the book was better. Um, the hammer, the uh, Stormbreaker was dope. That was fun. That he was, was fun. hilarious. That was fun, and I I don't know why people I don't know why people shat uh, on the comedic aspects of the movie when they were landing. Like we were in that theater, uh, we were laughing, and everyone else was laughing at every like the idea that like it was too jokey and it didn't like, and it wasn't funny is nonsense. Like we, it was plenty funny. Th- which I've heard I heard that complaint for Doctor Strange, and I have no idea where that was coming from because it was not a jokey movie. There was like jokes here and there, but it was not. Uh, I would not classify it as I funny. Don't, I don't know about jokes so much as absurdities. There were absurdities, and I think that's a Sam Raimi thing. Yeah. So yeah. So if you find, because I mean, he does horror comedy, right? So, 
Yeah, like, there was oh, like that. He does element. horror action comedy, like a mixture of all three. Like yeah, and but any comedy would have been coming from the girl and Doctor Strange, like between them, and there you know there were moments, but yeah, my problems with that were just the laziness of they made America kind of weak. You know, she was just a girl who was running away the whole time, and then the power was inside her all along. I think you're mostly just disappointed that we didn't see the punch dimension. I'm. I that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. If you ever had an opportunity to do it, there it was. But I think a lot of people wouldn't even fucking get it, so they wouldn't I, do it. I would love if uh, during Secret Wars, uh, when they do that, because that was another thing announced Secret Wars. But uh, if one of the incursions was just the punch dimension, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, dude. They should do that, but they have to introduce Cyclops first, cause otherwise no one really gets it. Yeah. Like, you'd have to be real deep cuts, and it'd be like a real f- flash of an Easter egg for if, if they didn't otherwise. Which would still be nice. I'm not going to complain and if I get it. But. They did announce when uh, Fantastic Four is coming out. Oh, did they? Yeah, it, it's going to be the beginning of Phase 6. Ugh. You know what? I don't care. I don't care. I... I, I don't give a shit about the Fantastic Four. I think Reed Richards is an overrated character. The only interesting power is Human Torch in that group. And the only interesting character is Sue. Sometimes. See, I'd, discri- I'd say Reed is, the most, uh, Reed is the most interesting character. You know what? I take that back. None of them and all of them at different times. But not, like, together. It's like either yeah. Ben's the most interesting this time and everyone else is shit or it's... Johnny, or it's Sue, or it's Reed. But I'll if say there's in one Hickman's being, run, uh, Reed is by far the most interesting character. If there's an interesting character, the rest are duds. Yeah. And Secret Wars, which is also a Hickman thing. Hickman just, I think, likes Reed. Likes Reed, yeah. yeah I just read through all of um, his Avengers leading up, and I reread Secret Wars. Um, I'm still, I really like the Avengers stuff and was still kind of like disappointed with Secret Wars. There, well, I know why I'm disappointed with Secret Wars. Yeah, the, they killed our baby boy. <laughs> yeah, for fucking nothing. Yeah. After giving him such a sweet well, transformation. And he doesn't show up much in the Avengers stuff, but Cyclops shows up like two or three times. And then that in all of Secret Wars, compared to everything else Cyclops was in at the time, he seems like such a cunt. Yeah. Yeah, they they do him dirty. Yeah. Like, he's, he's really written out of... He's written, like, how people tried to portray that his character actually was instead yeah, of what it was. as, like, a was. bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just... He's almost written like Doctor Doom himself. Meanwhile, he's literally saving people from Sentinels the whole time. Yeah. In the Bendis run. It's like, what are you even... It's like, you don't even talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, you... Like, I get... Like, you don't read all the books of everyone else, but, like, you can get a quick synopsis of, like, hey, yo, Bendis... So you know how we got we're gonna put Cyclops yeah. in this book, and you're writing X Men. What's it like right now? Well, and if there's any two people that should have been continuously talking and knowing what the other one was writing at Marvel at that time, it was Bendis and Hickman. Yeah, because everything they did interconnected were with the each two other. Major ones, yeah. With yeah, with uh, Hickman doing uh, his Avengers run and Secret Wars, and at that same time, Bendis is writing X Men and Miles Morales. And when. When uh, when Cyclops gets the Phoenix Force back, he's the reason they can even escape, because he destroys all those uh, ships that um, the Ultimate Universe Tony Stark was bringing in for the incursion. 
He destroys them all. Which I have a lot of questions about that Tony Stark. Because Huge cunt. Well, I'm not 100% familiar on any... Uh, I don't know much about the Ultimate Universe outside of um, well, they all Spider-Man. But I know that Reed kills Tony Stark. Huh. And I thought that the deaths were more permanent in the Ultimate Universe, but I I could be wrong. They are more permanent, um, especially considering that they're all gone now. But... They uh no they're they're uh oh, did they start it back up uh not fully but like fucking losers they uh I think they're they're shown a little bit in uh in Venom in uh Kate's run be definitive make a decision and stick by it well they didn't even do that very because all they really did was say like Miles is here now we're not gonna explain why or how yeah um we're gonna have like a wink and a nod of like why things are different by saying like oh uh, he gave a burger to Molecule Man. And Malcolm was like, "Hey, thanks, bud. I like you. Yeah, you're burger. a good kid. I appreciate that." And just like fixes all the problems in his life and puts him in a new uh, universe. Also, uh, I'm about to read that uh, the new Avengers run that you really like, the comes and slices. Oh yeah. And uh, they say it in Secret Wars. I never realized that. Yeah. Uh, the Malcolm Man cuts him in like a bunch of little yeah, pieces, yeah. and he's like talking about pizza. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, the thing with uh, pizza is that it comes in slices. And yeah. I guess yeah, that's stuck right. in his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great, dude. Yeah. Uh, I love that little that little nod in there. Because he also, he hated Doom because Doom never gave him food. Yeah, never. And uh, Reed also didn't bring him food. Yeah. So he's like, oh, you guys are uneven play. And then <laughs> Dr. Doom's like, because uh, Reed's like, uh, you, you hate me because you know I would have done this better than you. And he's like, you know what? You're fucking right. And he's like, well, now that we both... Are, now that you both agree on that, now Reed has the powers. Then, <laughs> oh man, um, I will. The coolest thing I think, or the two coolest things from that Avengers run, are uh, Thor uh, when he's unworthy uh, gets another universe's Thor's hammer that only works if you're unworthy. Oh, nice! Fighting a shit ton of the Beyonders and like it's only him, Hyperion, and Starbrand. They kill Starbrand and Starbrand like explodes and kills uh, the Beyonders that are there, which is like five or six. And then, like, hundreds come through this portal, and Thor's, like, got an arm cut off, and he's like, all right, if uh, we're going to die, we're going to do it on our feet. And he grabs a hammer, and it won't lift up, and he just starts laughing, and he's like, of course, like, I get the unworthy hammer, and I become worthy worthy, right before I die. That, and as Secret Wars is starting, um, there's the bar where all the villains get together. And uh, they're like, oh, we're just going to have a drink and watch the world end because there's nothing we can do. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. Punisher kicks open the door. <laughs> and he's got the most one of the most badass lines I ever read. He's like, they say you can't take it with you. So the question is, what am I going to do with all these bullets? <laughs> it's so great, dude. Um, <laughs> the weird thing about like a, a moment like that, because a lot of those side books, they were either fantastic or they were trash. And it's like, because they know, hey, go fuck around because it, none of this matters. Yeah, nothing matters right now. And so you see the people who are like, all right, I got an idea. I'm going to run with it and make something dope. And other people who are yeah. like, I'm going to collect a check real fast and just scribble out It some seemed shit. like half the people writing books then were like, uh, uh, people like Planet Hulk, we're going to make our book Planet Hulk. Or like people like Civil War. And they were just uh, like, we're... Another Civil War, yeah. Yeah, we're just like uh, cashing in on the names of things and people will buy those books. The one, 
I'm forgetting the. I think I don't know if it was a battle world. There was one where Abigail Brand was like, uh, like the shield was the thing. Like he was the wall that was yeah. keeping out all the bullshit. And uh, there was like an army. Like Sinister had made like an army of Cyclopses. So they had like an army of like just Cyclopses with like ruby eyes that were just like shooting object blasts and whatnot. And there was one like good one that was like working with them. So like it was, I don't know, it was a cool dynamic, but then also like wild to see that like there's an army of Cyclops with like crazy eyes. And I think they also introduce um, the cross dimensional. Uh, daughter between Cyclops and uh, Emma because you know he'd be fucking yeah uh, Ruby where she like instead of turning diamond she turns Ruby and she shoots uh, black stuff out of her eyes smart yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forget what book she was in though they were all over the place it was it was kind of too big of an, an event to keep track of and I keep telling myself eventually I'll go into Marvel Unlimited and just read all of it but I don't know when I'll do that as it is, I just uh, told Jen, yeah, I'll take all the books coming out for uh, Avengers, X-Men, and Eternals. And then I read that Road to, yeah, I, <laughs> and it was so bad. Three pages into that, I already did not give a shit about the event. I was like, oh, God damn it, these Eternals suck balls. I do like the concept of like, oh, the mutants have evolved so much that they're considered deviants. I'll tell you, and that's where my interest ends. I'll tell you what was good was the lead up in Immortal X-Men. That makes it seem pretty good. Because Immortal X-Men, I don't did I already sell you on reading this? Uh yeah, you've told me a lot about it and I do need to like I th- I think I read the first issue. I need to like finish it. It's a uh there's four issues, right? So far, yeah. It's it's primarily uh, Emma, uh, Mystique, what's her face, uh, Destiny, and Sinister. They're like the main characters of the book, and Sinister's so fucking good, dude. Yeah, I told you because like he did, yeah. he made the teleportation smoke bombs out of uh, yeah. Nightcrawler's power, but he made them stinkier. Yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> Makes them all gag so hard. <laughs> So, yeah, if you want to hear more on that, go listen to our episode that we did on uh, the Thor movie and uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Um, where, we, where we read Ms. Marvel and we're going to go over that and then didn't at all. Yeah, kind of like we're we're kind of doing right now. But uh, I just – we'll get into the, the book. I just want to uh, go over real quick yeah. a couple of the other things. Like, so excited for uh, – this might even uh, be out around the same time or after, but – uh, She-Hulk, like that looks really dope. Uh, the CGI looks better than it did in the first trailer. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Daredevil, I'm so excited for Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> they announced Daredevil Born Again, which I'm a little confused about because season three of Daredevil was based off Born Again. Yeah, but see, this time uh, he's more part of the MCU, so he's born again. Yeah, but he's already, he's Catholic, he's been born hey, again. Hey, hey, but this time he... They care about him, so he's born again. <laughs> That's their thinking on it. Like this time, it's not the creep we didn't like running the show. We got you. Fahey's like, uh, come to Papa, and then because Born Again fits that 
Yeah. That um, that gimmick. It's just all the all the things that they left out of the third season are like the things I think they didn't have the balls to do, which is like oh, Karen so you think Page going like to do it. No. <laughs> There's, no <laughs> and not, There's no way on Disney Plus <laughs> they're gonna be like, all right, now Karen Page is addicted to heroin and sucking cock so she can get New York. There's no way they're Karen, that Karen Page is a crack whore now, ladies <laughs> yeah. and gentlemen. There's no and that's like the majority of the stuff. And like they might add in that he gets stabbed by Santa. Yeah. You could do that. Especially if he's white. Yeah, but, white Santa can be violent. Yeah, all white asshole. Santas are violent. Um uh yeah that uh, but yeah I'm, I'm super stoked for it i'm just not sure exactly what it's gonna be about if they're gonna like tread a lot of the same ground or are they keeping uh what's his face as danny Rand? i would think so because i i know that i'm like 99 percent sure that uh kristen ritter and uh mike Coulter are coming back oh okay nice because uh she canceled comic-con like her appearance comic-con here and like that weekend, uh, Mike Coulter posted a picture of them together, and like, uh, they they were wearing hoodies that were blurred out, so you couldn't see what. Uh, so it's like they're they're doing something with Marvel. Uh, Only fans. They might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first season of Jessica Jones. <laughs> Basically. But they uh, they're like we're going all the way this time. <laughs> We're showing the butt stuff. <laughs> we're, we're doing Jessica Jones Max. Yeah. And the only streaming service that will have that is uh, OnlyFans. So you can subscribe to Disney's OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, is, don't they already have that? Isn't that like every uh, actress who leaves Disney now starting their own OnlyFans? You know what? I What? I know for sure CW uh, actresses get real slutty for attention. There's a lot of nudes out there of like DJ Khaled and uh, uh, Fat Joe having OnlyFans together. That is, I don't know what they do on hilarious. it, but the idea of it is so funny to me. That's hilarious. Uh, was there anything else we're skipping? I mean, they announced Fantastic Four. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I remember this because of the meme I had just seen, where. Uh, Ken Jong had did his face. Yeah, as Kang. <laughs> yeah. Kang. So yeah, they're uh, they're doing yeah. the Kang Dynasty and uh, Secret the Wars. Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That was the that what was it, the thing. What yeah. it was called in the community when yeah. he had all the kids <laughs> army. <laughs> but, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, the uh, people at, at work have like asked me. They're like, so like, what's Kang like? <laughs> like. Horrible. You don't even want to know anything yeah. about Kang. He's so convoluted and like, yeah, like just he's Kang rip. is the one character coming into the MCU that I would recommend like to anybody. Like, don't read up on. Yeah, like just he's, he's real timey wimey. Yeah, like enjoy what he is in the MCU and don't really look up his convoluted bullshit that is every story he's ever been in. Yeah, that it'd be rough. One of my first comics was an Avengers comic where they were dealing with Kang, and it was confusing. So I was like, oh, all right, this guy is... All these Avengers are from different times. They oh, Avengers Forever. Other. I they just read that a couple... Like, just read that like two months ago. The old old 70s or 80s one? It came out uh, late 90s, Avengers Forever. 
Or was it in the late 90s? Yeah, yeah there right. was, because it was right before, it would have been like 97. It was right before the Captain Marvel series I told you I just read. Oh. Okay. Uh, it leads into that. Because it seemed pretty old. Because it's the whole point of Avengers Forever is it's it's uh, it's like an homage to every Avengers story before it. Oh. So it's even more confusing if you haven't read a bunch of really old Avengers stuff. Yeah, because but it's got like US present Asian day Hank and... Pym, and then also like the Wasp version of him. And hmm, well then I don't know if that's the same thing. And it's got the Captain America that uh, right before he became uh, what's his name? Nomad. Right before he becomes Nomad. Oh, you're gonna say racist? I was like, I was like he's he's been that for a minute before he becomes John Walker. <laughs> Uh, but no, what I'm thinking of was like U.S. Agent, um, and War Machine, and they were meeting like Captain America and Thor and, uh, Iron Man, and like Iron Man was confused that like Rhodey was in an armor. Yeah, this is something way different. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds it like, like the same thing, but it's way different. Yeah. All the characters are different, except which Kang, is like a thing Marvel which is does. Fuck Kang. <laughs> Kang is so goddamn confusing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, his movie's gonna be coming out, and that uh, it kind of makes sense to me why that would be leading into Secret War, because like I, I assume they're just gonna add him into a bunch of the incursion stuff. They might replace uh, Molecule Man with Kang. Did you miss in that role? Loki and Thor. Did I miss Loki like personally? Like am I Yeah, did you were you like, oh Loki should have been in this? Oh, alright. <laughs> Loki in Thor. Yeah. I thought you said did I miss Loki and Thor? No, no, in in Thor. Uh yeah. no. It was fine that he wasn't in it. In Thor sounds like a planet in Star Wars, by the way. <laughs> it it was speaking of Star Wars, kinda like the Skywalker effect with Star Wars, where it's like, alright, we can kind of move beyond uh, Skywalkers are like we can find out who Thor is without Loki. Like that's fine. Yeah, I feel similarly. I I just I got the sense that like some people were upset that like uh, he was my favorite part, and it's like well, you did just get a whole series of him. yeah. And then in, uh, season two's filming like right now, with like a lot of him by the end. Yeah. So I mean, Loki's not going anywhere. He's just not going to be up Thor's ass constantly. Nice. Uh. We are 45 minutes in, so you want to start? Yo, yeah. <laughs> we'll probably have to kind of breeze through it like we did with Miss Marvel. Hey, yo, so this one time, speaking of Loki. <laughs> I he was a Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he, he became a Sorcerer Supreme out of nowhere. He was just like. It wasn't out of nowhere. Well, I mean, it kind of was. There's a story leading up to this that. But I didn't read it, so for me. Yeah. There's a whole contest of like who's going to be the source of Supreme, and then Doctor Strange wins, and they're like, "We're giving it to Loki." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, there's, there's this guy. He's like, "Hey, oh, I'm looking for the uh, source of Supreme," and this chick is like, "Yeah, Zelma. I'll take you to him." Yeah. Huh? Zelma. Zelma. She's very important to things that have been happening with Doctor Strange since like 2015. Zelma's she, a dumb name. She runs the uh, Strange Academy. Weird. I think you mean strange. <laughs> you should have gone with another one. You should, you should have. <laughs> have you seen? <laughs> I think you mean wacky. Did I show you that meme that's uh, uh, the British version of Stranger Things, and it's called Bit Odd, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, 
the guy's like, hey, I'm looking for the Sorcerer Supreme. And she's like, all right, cool. Just, you know, don't mind the place. It's it's a little bit wild. And... You turned to battalion. <laughs> I've been looking for the Sorcerer Supreme. I've been looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the Sausage of Supreme. <laughs> sausage Supreme is a pizza pie, okay? He knows where that is. <laughs> it's in his, his brick oven right now. Um, but anyway, so he's looking for... Uh, the Sorcerer Supreme, and she's all like, "Yeah, uh, he, you know, I haven't, I don't really talk to Stephen." And he's like, "No, no, no, the the real one. I don't give a shit about him. I know it's Loki." And then that's when in the book you're like, "Oh, Loki's the Sorcerer Supreme," <laughs> even though it's like on the cover, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the story arc is called Loki the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> yeah, but like this is the moment in the book where they they drop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's where they like say the thing. And uh, I love, I always forget their name, but I love the snakes that show up because they just will always randomly just show up in any story that like, like there's stories where Doctor Strange isn't even in it, but they break into like the uh, Sanctum Sanctorum and like the snakes are there and they're always like hitting on women that come through or uh, like talking shit to people. Like those snakes are fucking awesome. So anyway, Loki's at a bar and he's like chatting yeah, the bar with, with no doors. And he's chatting it up with other magic users like, yo, I fucking got you. I got you. You guys, you want to do magic? You know how there's like a price for magic? I got you. You do it, and then I'll take that price for you because I'm good like that. Yeah, because gods don't have to pay price for magic. Also, when you Dr. said <laughs> everybody be chatting it up, <laughs> I couldn't help my brain. But they could like, what I do? <laughs> Took you a second, but you got there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking jaw rule. <clears throat> well, everybody be chatting you up to say. <laughs> the jaw rules of magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know we've used that joke before, but it's never not funny. <laughs> we haven't done enough magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jaw rules of magic. Rule number one. Everything has a cost. <laughs> Except his front row tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number two. Loki doesn't have to give a fuck about those costs. Yeah. Because he's a god. Rule number three. Don't start a concert on an island. Like, it's not going to go well for you. No. And then he 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 distanced himself from that so fucking fast. Yeah. After being to. integral to its formation. But also, if you were going to travel to an island for like 40 grand um, to see Ja Rule, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, I don't think they were going for Ja Rule. I don't even know if he was playing. He was the the hype man. He was yeah. the the pitch guy. The headliner was Blink-182, who wasn't even asked if they were going to play. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. I forget if they made two or three documentaries about that clusterfuck. There's probably been a, even more than that. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, these guys wound up being a hypocritical uh, one among them. Giving Loki shit about how none of this makes sense, dude. You're talking out your ass, and you're the god of lies and ass talking. So why should we believe? <laughs> I thought Jim Carrey was the god of I ass talking. I know, but can't you imagine Jim Carrey as Loki? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I kind of can. It would be like him as the Riddler, though. But like, yeah, still, yeah. But like, if we were doing like a '90s fan cast for the MCU, 
Yeah. Yeah. It would be a ridiculous Thor movie, but yeah, I could see it. I mean, come on. We kind of did get a ridiculous Thor movie. There yeah. were there were gay rock monsters. <laughs> Who reproduced by like high fiving in lava. That brings up like so which I guess it's way more understandable than if they were fucking because I don't understand like because then the rocks jizz. Yeah. And I don't want to imagine that. Yeah, so <laughs> it does. I mean, honestly, it's like the co- it's it's like if if a seven year old boy had to imagine the coolest way to make more people would be it'd be <laughs> like if him and his buddy hung out in a bunch of lava and just high fived and made a guy. Is it all of the recent Thor movies just what a seven year old thinks would be really cool, dude? <laughs> <laughs> You may have just something answered something for me about myself. <laughs> oh, the guy with Power Rangers everywhere in this room? <laughs> no. Cyclops is everywhere in this room. There's the also Power, Power Rangers. The Power Rangers are only behind you. Yeah, you're sitting next to a Pokeball and a Gundam. Yeah. So Yeah. Just so that everybody a, knows that was, who, that you're, was, who you're dealing with on this That podcast. was a dope fucking sentence. <laughs> next to a poster of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, dude. In a V for Dead <laughs> mask. That just makes you go seem ahead. like a virgin, go, though. Go, go <laughs> ahead. Make everyone listening to this cream their pants. <laughs> Keep going. What else is in here? Let's see. There's I mean, at least... basically more of the same. There's at least four Pokemon hats. I yeah. Think. All the same one. Yeah. <laughs> no, one's a Team Rocket hat. Uh, yeah, fair. That, but that's not mine. That blunts my wife. <laughs> that... <laughs> <laughs> like I say it like you like talk drunk on me that aren't yeah. mine. Like, it's not mine. <laughs> it's not mine. It's my wife's, I swear. You don't have a wife. Look at this room. I'm holding it for my wife. <laughs> what wife? For look my at... wife. <laughs> look at this room. <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking Cyclops visor. Riri Williams statue. Uh, Robin. Who looks like he's laying on a bed after somebody jizzed on him. Hey, man. For a towel. That definitely doesn't say anything about my sexuality. I have a wife. A wife? <laughs> and, and look, Emma Frost is right there. Look at those tits. <laughs> anyway. Which, just real quick, that was something I was thinking about the Black Swans in the Avengers run for uh, that Hickman did. Uh-huh. Is they, are they, they seem like they're like another universe version of like emma frost and magic oh i guess i don't know it's like they all dress in like similar costumes and have bangs i didn't read all that run i only read the road to um what's its face secret war where they like kind of shit on cyclops a bit yeah they they really love doing that yep um al ewing really needs to take over all of x-men so he can do cool things with cyclops i do feel like when a writer really likes a character they make them shine yeah like uh colin bunn with magneto i was just about to say like we we thought he was so great because of how good magneto was and then he did x-men blue and we were like oh he just likes magneto yeah (laughs) like magneto's good in this everything else sucks but he's good so i feel like colin bunn is somebody who uh if he gets put on something, it's not going to be very good. But if he genuinely has, like, an idea for a thing, it's going to be really good. Because yeah. he wrote, like, a bunch of shitty Deadpool books and then wrote the Killogy. So, like, 
He obviously was just trying to put out Deadpool stuff and then had a really good yeah. Deadpool idea. I mean, that is tough, dude. I get it. I'm, I'm sure a lot of writers get yeah. in that Well, spot. can you imagine, like, if we, like one of us work for Marvel and they're like, uh, we're putting you guys on Inhumans. Oh, and we're like, oh, I don't know what to fucking do with that. That'd be rough. Actually, no. Do that. And then... <laughs> you take... know the damage I'd cause if they put me on, like, Captain America? Yeah, exactly. Do that. Let's roll. Let's roll some <laughs> dice. Let's see how it goes. Uh... But I think if you can just tell a coherent story so that they can churn out sales, That's a they'll do swan, it. By the way, she got Cyclops powers. Fucking shooting eye beams. Uh, I mean, she just has like powers. They're like a cult of. Uh, I like how you're like she just has. Powers, I, I don't like, know. They, they, I don't go fun. into like the. They don't really go into like everything about them. They're just like they're a religion put together by Doctor Doom so that. Uh, like he can help cause the incursions, because uh, okay. that that was another thing that you don't really get in Secret Wars that Doctor Doom caused all the incursions because the Beyonders uh, were gonna destroy all the worlds because uh, Molecule Man is like tied to every. There's one Molecule Man, and he's like spread throughout all the universes, like he comes and slices. Yeah. Uh, so when a Molecule Man dies in that universe, the universe dies. Ah, uh, I see. So. Okay. Uh, the Beyonders planned like a certain way that the universe was going to end. So they had to end the universe early in order to stop them. So they had to go around and he like recruited Dr. Doom and Dr. Doom and Molecule Man went around like killing other versions of Molecule Man. I wonder how meta this is. Like, I wonder if there was a plan to how they were going to do an event in Marvel. And then another guy's like, okay, we need to hurry up and make an event that makes it difficult for that person to do the thing they want to do. <laughs> and then that's what they did the story on. Like, uh, like maybe Bendis had an idea for the direction he wanted Marvel to go in, and Hickman's like, hey, yo, put me in, coach. <laughs> we're going to fuck this all up. That was around the time where they were like, Marvel started to be like, fuck Hickman. Or not fuck Hickman, uh, oh, fuck, fuck Bendis. Bendis. Yeah. Like, we're not... Like we, he's been on everything, and we're we're you know what we're not giving him all the jobs that like he wants. But he was good. Like I don't know what he turned in that was like a snooze or like outright bad. He made Riri right. Yeah, she was great. He made Miles. He's great. Uh, I I understand that people don't like the uncanny run that came after AVX, but I legitimately think it's good. I don't yeah, know why really you good. don't like it. He actually, maybe people did fucked up shit with the young X-Men after they were brought to the present, but what he did with uh, those two runs and intertwining them with uh, Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X-Men was great. Like, they had their own, like, he was keeping up the trend of these own mini crossovers in the X-Men books, and out following all of it, like, I remember initially being apprehensive to what they were going to do with Cyclops after AVX and then going, Oh no, I like this direction. It yeah. gives him way more depth. But like, I think he's, he, he, I think first of all, Bendis is somebody that you can't have like neutral feelings about. You either really like his writing or you hate his writing. Uh, and then like, I feel like, uh, he's, he does his best work when he does street level stuff. And uh, the scope of what they had him on was getting bigger and bigger. And, like, I much prefer 
any like street level book he did to any of his like like Avengers level characters. Like his Daredevil run is amazing. I'm trying to remember what big books he did. Like like what what like cosmic all the characters. crossover events pretty much. Wait. Oh no no, he didn't do uh Black Mirror, right? That was Black Vortex. Black Vortex, yeah. That uh, was someone else. I don't remember. Because I remember thinking did. how trash it was, but that was someone else yeah. Black Vortex. Uh, but no, he did Civil War too. Like I think that was the peak of like Hickman or God damn it, I keep saying Hickman. Yeah, yeah, Bendis. That was the peak of Bendis. Like people like really being tired of him, and like I think those are probably some of Bendis's worst books are his big crossover events that he does. Okay, fair enough. I didn't necessarily like Civil War two. I understood it though. It it did make Try me being hate a Carol a fan. Yeah, <laughs> it did make me hate a character that I was like. At least like the character you really liked was like in the, the good right. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He also got beat to death, but he was a good yeah. guy. And then everybody being like, "Oh, Miles is gonna." But he knew what he was gonna do with Tony though. So yeah, wait, was he doing Iron Man? Yeah, he was doing Iron Man and Miles at the time. Yeah, and I liked I liked that Iron Man run. Um, but he knew what he was going to do with Riri and that Tony was going to be the AI and kind of coach her through it. So that him doing that doesn't like upset me. Cause I know like and he it knew gets what you he was Riri. doing. Yeah. It yeah. gets me Riri. Um, <laughs> I stopped myself from saying a couple different things. <laughs> Cause they, they inadvertently would have sound very bad. I just there's like a a long period of time where it's like every crossover event was Bendis and it's like yeah. it they're just were not hitting. I could see having Bendis fatigue, and then you do have like great writers that came in afterward. Like Kate's wouldn't have really been able to shine if Bendis yeah. was doing everything. Um, I do feel like Jason Aaron kind of was played out a bit. Like he was the guy that everyone was like, this guy is fucking amazing. And he was also doing everything for a minute. And yeah. I remember thinking like, I mean, he's good. I like, now him I think he's just on Avengers, things, but like, cause there's definitely, you can spread yourself too thin. Yeah, absolutely. Doing too many things. So, and so much of this too, is like having the actual inspiration to do a good story. And if you don't have that, then you know, like you're just you're faking the funk to get through a thing yeah. and make a paycheck. Well, no, like not every writer is going to be good on every book, and like, and I, I'm not even saying this book is bad. It's just like all right, but like Kate's worst book is is Guardians of the Galaxy book, and he'll be like the first person to tell you that he's just like he's not into team books. Yeah, and that makes sense because there's so many people you have to fill out in that. Like, yeah. it's hard to do a good team book. Like, even as much as I've liked uh, the X-Men book, which isn't actually that much, now that I think about it. <laughs> like, they're cool aspects. But most of the time, it's like an adventure of the day type thing. On you the know, Bendis run? Or no, no, no. The, the current the current X-Men yeah. book. Yeah it's, yeah, it's definitely... And I like Duggan, but uh, I just... Uh, I just don't think I like that. Like, I don't like the setting for a minute, like what they are right now. Yeah. For a minute, it felt like, uh, what other super parody thing could be parody, right? Like they did like a power ranger parody. They did like a captain planet parody. 
Like they did all these other like today we're gonna be we're we're gonna, we're gonna make a X Men Voltron or whatever. Like yeah. they they just so I don't know. It was it felt weird. And then they did the uh, the Halloween book, and that was also weird. Yeah. Anything that like goes overboard to like um, justify Gene gets annoying. Well, and I think it I feels think, like a Will Smith apology. Like I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't into the like the Hickman X Men stuff, and then they like they pissed off Hickman, and he just left, yeah. and now they're like scrambling to try to figure out what to do. Did they piss off Hickman? Uh, as far as I know, they he was, had like or, a okay. Right. He had a bigger plan and like I take I take that back. That was bad phrasing. Obviously, they pissed off Hickman. Did did they do something that rightly upset Hickman, or was he being a prima donna bitch? I I don't know the full scope of everything. I just know that he had plans he wanted to do and. They didn't want him to do it, so he left. Yes, very but lofty. It's not at the point where he's like, time. he's not going to work with Marvel. He's got like another thing coming out with the, right. they they just announced. So okay, it's obviously not like he's not Bendis because there were <laughs> other like books going on that were great that Hickman had nothing to do with during the quote unquote Hickman era of the restart, and the the one book I was looking forward to the most. Is the X-Men book, right? That's X-Men. Of all the books that should be the most about X-Men yeah. and doing cool X-Men shit, it's X-Men. And it was way more boring than it is now. It Like, nothing... Like, it was all of these, like... Maybe if, if after all the issues came out and you, like, looked at it in a macro sense, you would have been like, oh, cool. But, like, on a like, bi-weekly to monthly basis... It's nonsense. Uh, yeah. Like, the whole vault thing, who gives a fuck? Like, that was just sort of like the children in the vault thing. Like, that was like this weird thing going in and out. The the phalanx thing of, like, the future. Like, set, like all the stuff you set up in Hox and Pox. Okay, cool. You did a cool event. Um, But then you don't pay it off in the the main series to, well, and in I any think that's meaningful the, way? A lot of it is, like, these are the issues that you come across when you get rid of all of their rogues gallery because like who can they fight now true true like some ladies with plants uh a robot that's like horde culture sucked like a dude who's mad that he's a robot now um like and they're not even like they're Uh, cool with the old ladies now aren't they a guy salty that they uh that they, they terraformed mars before he could yeah like they're hanging out with apocalypse and magneto and yeah like sinister they're boys with sinister, and you you do give shot. us Orcus, and Orcus is an interesting concept, but they don't interact. It's all um, it's all sneak shit. Yeah. And it's all covert. A lot of the stuff feels like a lot of the uh, a lot of the mutants are the bad guys. Um, hmm, that's interesting. As an example, I'd say Beast and Professor Xavier. Oh, got absolutely you, got you, got Moira you, got you, now. Got you, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like everybody in charge of everything, they're the bad guys now. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty bad. I mean, it honestly, I think it shows you who really are the good guys. 
right? You have uh, Cyclops, Magic, um, Emma, Jean. Basically, the X-Men are the good guys. Um, Nightcrawler, Storm, I'm on the fence about because, like, she seems like she's going... I don't even know. Well, she straight up uh, says in uh, X-Men Red uh, that, like, we're not the X-Men anymore. We are the Brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's gone Hotep. <laughs> Storm's gone a little Hotep. She's on she's on uh, Araco now, ruling that. Like, she finally gets to be, like, the queen goddess that she's always, like, put on airs as. Um, well, I mean, she got to do that in Black Panther. Yeah, 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 but now she has a whole planet <laughs> that she's running, ruling over. So, like, she was an X-Man for, like, a year and was like, I- I'm good. I'm going to go run this planet now and show them who's boss oh. and wear spikes again. That Just the way you said that, that reminds me that there's a lot of, uh, I've been hearing a lot of people say that the new movie should be called The Mutants instead of X-Men. Why? Why do you think? Oh, my God. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, fuck off! Who cares? But we're and, about an hour in. Yeah, we should yeah, probably get dude, back to Doctor Strange a little dude, bit. Dude, I was in the middle doing it. And you, you like threw me on a tangent. Hey, we went... I'm not saying it's not my fault. <laughs> I'm saying that we need to get back to it. So speaking of getting back in the groove of things, Loki's trying to get everyone else back in the groove of making magic. You know, he's sharing those jaw rules of magic, and he's uh. <laughs> and, and one of his jaw rules is uh, the no price for magic, everybody be giving it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny you say, and one of those rules is, and I just read like, no more rules. Like, that's what he's telling them. It's like, there's no more rules for magic. Uh, and he's like, well, everyone's like, all right, and what the fuck's the catch? Because, like, of course there's a catch with you. There's always a catch with you. And he's like, you know what? That's fair. But I'm a servant now. To some degree. So I'll level with you. I would appreciate any information any of you have on one particular spell if it exists. Where it might be. And they all start laughing at him. Yeah, he's like, I just want to open a door. Yeah. Has got me going pretty crazy. Uh, so the, the spell is the exile of... Sinesun? Sine soon? I, I want to try to pronounce Doctor Strange. soon? I want to try to pronounce Doctor Strange stuff. See you soon? See you Sing soon? Might be Sang soon. Sang soon? Uh, I'm not seeing where the... The exile of Sang soon? I don't know. It's nonsense. But, because uh, he assumes that it is uh, either the thing that's behind the door that he can't open, so he needs help opening it, or if he can get it, he can find out what's in that door, because he's like... There's a door, and I want it open, and I can't not have things I want. I want it, and I don't know if you understand this, but it needs to be mine because I want it. <laughs> so everyone starts laughing at him, and he's like, what's there to laugh about? And they're like, because you're a dumb bitch. That's what. And he's like, oh, all right. You want to know what's up? Here's what's up. Fuck you, dude. I'm going to smash the shit out of you. And like a floating head in a jar is like, hey, not in my bar, bud. And he's got like a shotgun. He's like straight out of Futurama, and he's like, you know what, uh, Futurama fucking uh, Breaking Bad guy. How is he holding that shotgun? Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Because he is just a jar, like a head in a jar. Yeah. 
Yeah, what's the what's the guy uh built uh, um Brian Cranston? Yeah, from Breaking Bad. From Breaking Bad. I don't I don't remember the the character's name. Walter White. Walter White. He looks like Walter White. You know, but head in a jar. Yeah. Like you know how every like dude who's bald with a beard and kind of like a white supremacist <laughs> yeah. looks like Walter White? Yeah. Like the same way. Yeah, the same way. But you know, also in two dimensions. Yeah. And he's like, you know, my bar. And then Loki's like, what bar? And he like erases the entire bar from existence. And he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. And then he starts texting. Uh, what Z- mouth? <laughs> he starts texting uh, Zelma. He's like, I fucked up. Oh, oh, I might have made a mistake. I think I did a bad thing. I'm supposed to be a good guy. Can't be doing bad things. And then uh, Lady Thor shows up and she's like, Loki, your shenanigans end. And he's like, yep, I'm, I give it up. I'm a real bad guy. Just I try to do good. I'm just like, I look at Steven. He's fucking up. I'm like, I could do a better job than that because these dear, sweet people of Midgard deserve better and they need protection from these mystic demons and whatnot. But you know what? You're right. Throw me in a cell in Asgard and all that shit. I'm just, I'm done. And she's like, you ever get tired of just being so full of shit? And he's like, I got to show you something. (laughs) For context, this is right after he ran for president. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so he's like if you like if you look back on all the things that happened around that time with Loki it was like genuinely he like was uh, like he genuinely wanted to be a good person but just yeah. like the core of everything of him is just so evil because like he this Loki came about by him killing young Loki yeah that's right and young Loki was the good guy yeah yeah so I because I remember a few of those books um the journey into mystery where he was just, you know, a little scamp. And he was like, ah, I'm a, I'm the god of mischief because I play pranks. But also, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and this one murdered a child and took over <laughs> yeah. his body and then make it, made him into adult. And then when that happened, he was like, I think I want to be a good guy now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I was real mean. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, he teleports her to um, the Appalachian Mountains. And he's like, see those? Those are frost giants. They're not supposed to be here, but they are here. And they got here without you knowing because they use spells that Heimdall can't see. And you know who can't see him? Me, because I'm the magic Heimdall now. <laughs> Is it Heimdall, though? Like, he's he's basically magic. No, no, no. He's the white guy in uh, horn helmets. All seer. Yeah. He, so he, I know he, who Heimdall is. No, no. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, if he's wearing, uh, he can see everyone who's, like, wearing horn helmets. I think he just could see everybody in general. No, can you imagine how stupid just, that would be? <laughs> you, know, you know, historically, uh, Vikings didn't even have helmets with horns on them. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but it would be funny if, like, you had omniscience, but over something super specific. Like, you could see everyone eating ramen right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, mostly mostly Asians and then weebs. Like, I could see how much spare change everybody has in their pocket. <laughs> like, you have 73 cents. <laughs> And you know the exact amount, like you're fucking right yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, she's like, all right, well, thanks for the heads up. I'll give you a shot. Do good this time. I'm going to beat up some frost giants. And he's like, yeah, good luck, Dr. Foster. He's like, take that bitch. You ain't Thor. You ain't, you ain't my brother. And you ain't my sister either. <laughs> it's almost a sister-in-law. So. Pretty uh, close. Yeah, yeah but he, don't, he doesn't care. 
Yeah. Well, technically, he's not a fan because also he's like adopted. So, yeah. And then he also probably has like a chip on his shoulder that like Thor should be dating gods, not you. You're you're mortal person. Uh. So anyway, uh, Wanda goes to go uh see Stephen, and Stephen's all like. Look, I'm not Sorcerer Supreme anymore. I don't know what to tell you. And she's like, you need to fix this mess because Loki's just running around doing all magic, magic. flippity-flops, doodles, and what have yous, looking for Sing Soon exile spells. He's like, come on, dude. Do your job. You're supposed to be a good guy. He's like, I locked the door. (laughs) Yeah. Can't get in the room that I locked. Yeah. He also totally good though. Like that's the fucking thing. He left the key with him. Yeah, <laughs> which we'll get to that later. But <laughs> and she's like, "What? What are you? You're supposed to be helping people. You were super." He's like, "I help people in my own way." And this whole time, like, you know, he's in a office and he's yeah. in a white. You're like, "Oh, he's a doctor doc- again." Yeah, yeah. You're like, "Yeah, he's a- he is a doctor, but it's a dogs, yes, and cats, and other she, animals." She leaves, and then there's like a dog's like, "Oh man, that sucks, huh?" And he's like, "Yep, yeah. it does," because he's a vet. <laughs> Name is Bats. Bats. Let's show some respect here. Yeah, a dog named Bat. Like he's multiple. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just one. Uh, and then they do a thing where they like introduce Doctor Strange to you, which is also weird because that this is something that would make sense in a number one, and they went back to legacy numbering, so this is like three eighty what three hundred and eighty yeah, something. They just did this in like every book. Yeah. at that time, they just put like, oh, here's a quick origin. Which, I mean, this is a number one because it's the beginning of a new writer. but It is, but it's not like an obvious thing. So, it's a 381. Yeah, exactly. So you get you get into 381 and they're like, oh, hey, and remember, this is a story about Doctor Strange. It's like, oh, and 381 issues. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, man. Which, if you think that's weird, you should see what his like actual legacy numbering is because him and Thor – uh, it's really weird because like their first books aren't Thor and Doctor Strange. They're uh, Journey into Mystery. For Thor, it was Journey into Mystery, and for uh, what was it for Doctor Strange? Uh, Ripley's, believe it or not. No. Riley's. Nope. You wouldn't believe it if you saw it. Nope. That's not a bad title though. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> All right, so anyway, Doctor Strange is climbing a mountain. He's like, man, this is fucking rough. <laughs> well, what, uh, what I was saying with Thor and uh, uh, Doctor Strange, their first books that are outside of those uh, aren't number ones. It's like the first book titled Doctor Strange, I think is like Doctor Strange 181 or something like that. That's wild. Yeah, for Thor, it's like Thor 126 or something like that. People are stupid sometimes. Hey, man, it was the 60s. Everybody was on drugs. <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, uh, Dr. Strange, you know, doing this whole internal monologue because he's doing two things at once, narratively, <laughs> because he's climbing a mountain. Strange and Tales. While, and while that, was, he, that was the book name. I was, and while, <laughs> strange Tales. And while he's climbing a mountain, uh, thinking thoughts, he's also vetting. Speaking words Stop to vet. a dog. Vetting is a thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's not what he's doing. No, he's making sure if this cat's a good guy. He's or not, not checking the background of all dogs. Yeah. He's like, I'm pretty sure this cat's a terrorist. 
I don't know how it got in the country, but you need to get it out <laughs> yeah. now. But anyway, so he's examining a cat, and there's like a couple there. And then uh, Bats comes in, this and he's like... This pussy's undocumented. <laughs> I want to see its papers now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Bats starts talking to him, and he's like... And he talks back, and he's like, all right, thanks, man. And then they're like, what the fuck was that? And he's like, ugh this again all right yeah so this thing i'm a vet but also like i do magic and i like you can talk to this dog because you know i could do magic so i let him talk so we could talk to each other because i'm i'm sad right now and readers need a cute thing that hooks them to the book emotionally because also this is going to pay off later in the story but you don't really need to know this you just want your cat to be good and they're like we're good thanks (laughs) and they take their cat and leave this is i guess kind of spoilers for the next issue but uh I have seen a uh, – Donnie Cates has a thing where he loves killing dogs. And uh, I've seen interviews where they've talked to him about it. Because, you know, like every writer has things leads, that they go back to. It's going to lead to him writing about a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> there is a book that I have that is uh, about all the dogs of serial killer victims. <laughs> well, because r- real people, when they really kill dogs, eventually then become serial killers. He's just writing about it, so yeah. he's just going to end up writing about a serial killer. It, in the interviews I've seen where they asked him, like, why do you kill dogs all the time? And he's like, he's like, it's so easy to just grip people by killing a dog. He's like, if you, you can kill people all day and nobody's going to give a shit, but if you kill a dog, people are interested. <laughs> it's like, just stop the urge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the person in my writing. <laughs> it's one of the mini jaw rules for life. He, um... In his Silver Surfer run, there's a random planet <laughs> that blows up, and I've seen like an uh, interview with him, and he was like, it was in- inhabited entirely <laughs> by dogs. dogs. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yo, people would hate Gene if it was, instead of broccoli people, it was dogs. <laughs> yeah. Just frolicking. Oh, dude, people would be so angry. Oh, man. So, anyway, uh, Steven... Because we're on a first name basis like that. Yeah. Steve. Old, old, old Stevie it's boy. Doctor Strange. It's, it's Do- I just rewatched Spider-Man. No, it's Doctor Stevie boy. So Mr. Doctor. <laughs> so anyway, he uh, he's like pining over, man, this doesn't make any sense. It wasn't fair. And I feel bad for uh, Zelma. I keep wanting to say Velma. But I feel bad for Because it's like Zelda mixed with Velma. Yeah. I feel bad for Zelma, like, being there. She doesn't know what kind of snake Loki is, and he's going to hurt her, and I don't trust any of this stuff. And Bats is like, hey, man, I think you're a good boy. <laughs> you know, he's just saying stuff. I love Bats so much. Uh, <laughs> and then I did love this little cameo that he put in here where he's trying to open it, and he's just shooting it with, like, two M16s. Yeah. And uh, Zelma has ear uh, earmuffs on because of it. And she starts yelling, like, I don't know why you're doing that. That's stupid. It's not going to work. All this other shit's not going to work. So some dumb machine guns aren't going to work. And he's like, how dare you? These machine guns belong to Scourge the Executioner when he faced the... And it was like a direct uh, correlation to when he fought Hell at the end. Yeah, they were Carl Urban's. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, these belong to the boys. (laughs) (laughs) These shot Homelander. (laughs) It did nothing then, too. No. Uh, so anyway, so he's, he just shot a bunch of bullets into this door, and they're not working. And I do like, too, that he's just casually wearing those goofy yellow gloves. Yeah, I, you know what? I glanced and thought it was a tan line. Yeah, no. He's he's shirtless, but he's wearing, like, these goofy yellow gloves. Yeah, he looks like uh, every coked-out 
uh, rock musician from the 80s. <laughs> he does. Because I've seen them all. Yeah, and, and every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything you know about, it's 80s rock and roll music. <laughs> yeah, dude. Totally. Yeah, favorite band? Led Zeppelin's a band, right? <laughs> Came out in the 70s. <laughs> I mean, but like they had music. They the were 80s. around in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were around. Uh, Motley Crue? Yeah. They were also alive in the 80s, yeah, right? Yeah, and he looks just like Tommy Lee. Uh,. That's the guy who. <laughs> By the way, the- Motley Crue's alive now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, he came out in the sixties, but, but he was alive in the eighties. Yeah, a lot of these people were alive in the eighties. Because <laughs> he's gonna put out a- an album now, which I don't know why. Because he's ninety-five. It's insane. You uh, <laughs> must have Alzheimer's and forgot that he can't do anything. What's so weird about Ozzy? <laughs> Is you can't understand a goddamn thing he says when he's talking, but when he's singing, it just like becomes so much clearer. Hmm. <laughs> but he doesn't go around just singing all day. He should <laughs> because be so because then he'd be that guy, and everyone was just like, like, oh my god, get to the point. <laughs> like he just comes out and he's like just elongating every word in the sentence, and the you're man like, man has a disease, Devin. Well. <laughs> I'm down with the sickness. <laughs> That's if a different <laughs> And they weren't even around in the 80s. I know. They're more of a Lincoln Park. I know. That's why I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Zelma's trying to help him uh, find this spell and whatnot because she's a good pal. And he's like, you know what? Thanks for being around and, and for being you. Thank Something you for you. being a friend. Yeah. <laughs> thank Travel you. down the road and back again. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, um... Uh, old Stevie boy, he's astro projecting uh, while walking bats, and so like there's a guy who like he passes through who like thinks he's having a heart attack and then sees a dog walking itself yeah. with the leash up. He's like, it's like the, the opposite of like you know uh, when you go to a, a fair, they have those like dog collars that are on yeah. a stick that you can just walk around like you have an invisible dog. It's the opposite of that. <laughs> Uh, so he gets there to to go spy on them, and he sees uh, a bare chested Loki, uh, macking on his pal, who he also has feelings for, apparently. But not like, really. Yeah, they never fuck. But he, I mean, maybe he just don't have game. You know, that could be true. <laughs> so, but he sees them like uh, kiss, and he's like, "Oh god, damn it! I need a fly." <laughs> and so. Uh, he he flies back to his body and he's like, I need assistance. Like I gotta, I got. Well, no. First he's like, I gotta see to this right now. And he gets to the house to go physically break up their kissing because they're doing it the whole time. <laughs> his whole <laughs> his whole fly back and walk like his fly home and walk back. They're just making out. And they stop right when he gets there yeah. and they're like, which they don't. You don't even know if they kissed. Yeah, you do. They just show looking at each other. I don't see them touching face. Yeah, they, they touch face right underneath. Oh, the, yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. His his lips are totally all up on those ones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he climbs up a He's ladder. He's like a Puritan. <laughs> he, pulls, he pulls a ladder out of a bag, as you do, and he, he climbs yeah. up it. Because Loki's house, is, like the Sanctum St. Norm no, is floating gra- in midair. It's, it's a grappling hook. My bad. Not a ladder. He throws a grappling hook up there, and he, and he climbs up. And he knocks, and he's like, sup? And... Steve's like, hey, yo, I need to talk t- to my girl. And he's like, your girl. And he's like, I mean, you know, the girl. 
that's right there. I need to talk to her. And he's like, okay, you can talk to her. And he's like, okay, Zelma, we got to go talk in private. And she's like, the fuck? You ain't talked to me. You left me a note. And we're just gone. I don't. I haven't seen you or know anything about where you've been or what happened. And Loki sorcerer supreme. Which is also the I'm plot of Love and Thunder. And then and, and now you're telling anything you want to say to me, you can say in front of my man. And then Loki's kind of like, your man, okay. He's, he's like nice, but also I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is hurting him, but I don't know what this means for me. <laughs> My penis is very confused right now. <laughs> if he's watching, it'll be harder. Yeah. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> anyway, so she like yells at him and storms away because he's like, you're you're in danger. You're not safe here. And Loki's like, whoa, bro. Chill. <laughs> There's a lot of toxic masculinity coming out of <laughs> you right now. <laughs> With his shirt off and the, the weirdo gloves on. Uh wearing a cape without a shirt <laughs> like he, he like he's mac with the dust or dennis with the duster he does he puts his hand on his chest he's like hey man you need to chill and and probably go right now and then uh steve is like get your fucking hand off me dude and he's like whoa buddy come on you're j-. and he's like i said get your hand and he grabs his hand and he's like bitch and he just flips him out of the house which is levitating by the way uh, yeah, i said that part <laughs> yeah i'm reiterating yeah to let you guys know, the house is floating. Because he goes out of it to smash into a car, and then he's like, oh, shit, dude, my bad. I forgot you're just a dude right now, and I'm, like, so dope. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a god and magic? <laughs> yeah. Er? Magic? More magic? For, uh, for also further context, this is after the last days of magic, so there's, like, ba- like there's only magic in items like that Doctor Strange can use, so he's... Very much does not have power. Yeah. Um, and so Loki's like, hey, dude, you you got to just chill. You lost. I'm Sorcerer Supreme. Figure out your shit. And then Bats is like barking up a storm. And he's like, hey, man, chill. Talking dog? Really? All right. But he like puts up a barrier to just keep Bats like away. Plenty of room in there. Super humane, honestly. Like that's like bigger than a playpen and you put babies in there so he does that um and bats is like freaking out and then dr straight or steven is like hey man he's still dr strange well he's vet strange he's still doctor <laughs> he has a doctorate you don't stop being a doctor because yeah, okay. you like, i mean you can't he did you get the you get the title from the paper not from the job yeah but he can't do the job i mean you can consult he's kind of like a paper tiger of doctoring he's a paper doctor yeah he's a paper doctor I thought he was a mr doctor <laughs> uh anyway so bats is barking up a storm and steven strange is like ah just take down the barrier and he's like dude no he he's fine dude and he's like he has a weak heart and then he just has a heart attack and he's like oh bats and it's like dude i didn't i didn't know you just told me he had a i didn't know this is in this the saddest moment in comics i was just trying to be you know a nice guy. He, there was there was more room than a playpen in Just there. Just because I bad guy does Doesn't not mean me I'm a bad right? guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, <laughs> Steven's like, yeah, you don't mean to do nothing, do you? That's right. Get out of here. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Go back to your home. Because <laughs> he's like, I didn't even mean to. He's like, you never mean anything. 
you, you do you do whatever you want and you don't mean any of it. You, you liar. Uh, so he uh he just watches bats die and uh Loki's like, dude, I am sorry, but like I I'm not trying to kill dogs. Yeah. Like, who do you think I am, Donny Cates? It's like <laughs> I'm trying to bang your girl, not yeah. d- d- dude. Like I'll I'll bang your girl, but I am not a dog murderer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Just cause I bad guy. <laughs> it's hard not to do that. I know. It's really hard not to. <laughs> probably like the best part of that movie i haven't even seen the movie i just love really? that quote yeah <laughs> that's like, like the most the, i've seen of that movie it's the most memorable part but it is a good movie overall uh so anyway he so he climbs up this mountain and it turns out there's like a little there's a nice little pro, probably like a four bedroom two bathroom <laughs> have you been looking at real yeah. estate <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's pretty decent size you know, white picket white fence p- yeah white picket fence for no fucking reason <laughs> Just to show he's white. Yeah. You know he's white before you get to the door. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> so each of those picket fences like represents uh, the purity. An, an ancestor that was white. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking, I'm 500 fence posts white in my lineage. That's it's pure white. as the driven snow that this house also happens Dude, to be on. Dude, it's so much worse that you're talking about the Ubermensch. <laughs> really is <laughs> he really is so he goes there you know it's his old friend robbie and he's like hey man what's up dude i need first bobby I, I need some help and he's like ah, i don't know dude i don't know if i should and he's like but you know people are in danger and i it's about saving people man and he's like but the void, dude. And he's like, I don't worry about we can the, avoid void. the void. We can avoid it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Already avoided. Yeah. Come on, dude. I just need your help. And he's like, sure. All right. I'll help. People in trouble? Yeah, people in trouble. Okay. I'll help. Cool. I don't need you. <laughs> like, it seems like such a dick move. Like, I get what they're doing at the end, but it seems like such an asshole thing to all that stuff to, like, warm him up. To be like, I need your help, bud. Come on, please. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I need the other guy. <laughs> There's uh, and so he turns him into Sentry. And, and I think it's the first. It's either the first or second volume of the Sentry's books. Uh, his <laughs> he does like is the, like as the Sentry is like talking to his wife and she's like, all right, like let's go back to bed. And he turns back into Robert Reynolds and she's like, uh-huh. oh, like <laughs> she's like I. Kind of thought I was gonna bang the century. And, you know, you're just Bobby now. <laughs> he just he gets so hoed. Yeah, all the time. Uh, so we get a flashback of like how uh, Stevie Boy lost his powers. How he went from Doctor Stephen Strange, MD slash Sorcerer Supreme to just regular regular doctor. old Stevie. <laughs> Still a doctor. <laughs> no, just he doesn't even get his full name anymore. <laughs> I still find it so weird that Reed is Mr. Fantastic and not Dr. Fantastic. Because you can't be a prick twice in a row in your name. But what about Dr. Doom? Yeah, but he's a bad guy. So that makes what's, sense. What's so weird, too, Do you is hear that... Me? How pretentious does Dr. Fantastic sound? <laughs> it does. But what's weird is Dr. Strange and Dr. Doom, that's just their name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like... His name just is Doom. <laughs> His name just is Doctor. Yeah. It's crazy. 
<laughs> well, if you've ever met a doctor, that's their name. <laughs> that's their name. <laughs> They'll remind you. Yeah. So anyway, uh, there was a tournament, and uh, Doctor Stephen Strange he won that tournament. He beat up a bunch of dudes, and these floating and heads girls. of magic. And girls. He beat up there, girls, there too. There are a couple girls there. Yep. He he hit women. Yep. Because uh, he's a feminist. Or did his magic hit the women? Like like when Cyclops blasts people, is it... Is it him, or is it really just another dimension? It doesn't yeah. be like your face. Yeah. Are they doing the punching? <laughs> yeah. Who punches the punchman? <laughs> the doctor, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> Pagliacci. <laughs> yes. Um... Uh, I so, don't think it's. I think it's Pagliacci. I thought it was Pagliacci. I don't think so. That, I think that's those like toys that girls used to play with when we were younger. Those are Tamagotchi. No, I was thinking of Polly Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they're like, "Yeah, you won the tournament, but fuck you, bitch. You ain't shit. You suck. All you did was prove how much these other people suck more, but you suck. And you know what? Loki over there, he could do better than you. In fact, Loki, you're it. And he's like, yo, what? I'm just here listening to my iTune device. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Zune. (laughs) It would be a Zune, that asshole. Uh, So anyway, he's still using like the analog uh, earbuds and everything. Yeah, it's a disc, man. That he's listening to. <laughs> yeah, he's got an eye touch. Yeah, it's like he's... not only is it old technology, but he's kind of stealing Peter Quill's thing. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm, I'm not part of this. I just came to like you know check out what was going on. I heard you know these wizard cups were all the rage, and so I wanted to see because I'm cool like that." And they're like, you are cool like that. And because of such, <laughs> you are now the Sorcerer Supreme. And he's like, what? He's like, you want to do better, right? You want to be a good ditter instead of a bad doer? And he's like, that's right. I do want to do good in the past tense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they deemed him newly good ditter, Sorcerer Supreme, and told fucking Stephen Strange to kick rocks. And then they demoted his name to Stevie. And a boy. You demoted his name to Stevie. He's now a boy rather than a man. He wasn't a man. He was a doctor. He was a man that was a doctor. You can't be a boy and be a doctor. And I know you're going to say Doogie Howser. (laughs) (laughs) But he admits now he was no doctor. Oh, he was a doctor. His PhD. Uh, he walks it back. He didn't go to six months of medical school for being called <laughs> boy. <laughs> uh. So anyway, uh, Doctor Strange is all like, "But, but, but I'm. He's not even. I'm the guy. I'm supposed to be." in this fucking tiger's like, "Shut your fucking mouth, dude." Yeah, this tiger. It doesn't matter me. what your name is. I think it's the. <laughs> You the fucking rock. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you name. <laughs> They're calling them Stevie Boy, and he's like, "It's doctors. It doesn't matter what your name is." It's the Bajanti by any. By the way, anybody's wondering, yeah. Bajanti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that group a... from the eighties. I told you, I know rock bands. No, <laughs> I can't even oh, think shit. of what band. You'd that's be right. That's of. right. They're Motown. <laughs> My bad. They're R and B. <laughs> the, the Shanti were R&B. <laughs> so anyway, 
Uh, he's he's walking next to um, Sentry. Sentry's just floating like he do because he's like a Dragon Ball Z character, basically. And he's like, dude, it's going to be so bad if, if Loki stays Sorcerer Supreme, so we got to do this shit. And he's like, I'm still nervous because of the Void, man. And if I do one good thing, it does like a billion bad things to make up for it. And I don't want that on my conscience. And he's like, if it's any, if it makes you feel any better, this isn't exactly good what we're going to go do. So <laughs> it's like, think about the last time that the void came out and all the Asgardians it hurt. Yeah. And he's like, he took my house, dude. And he took my girl and he took my dog. And, and he's like, yeah, man, that really sucks. So is this about saving a bunch of people or is this because he took your girl, your house and your dog and he's like no 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 she's not even my girl it's like my friend it's mostly and, about the house and he if did I'm being take, honest he did take the house <laughs> but like a little bit about the dog but he's supposed to help people dude it's like we gotta help people and he's like all right dude i trust you you've you've helped me you did me a solid you got rid of the void you say it's never going to come back out uh and then he knocks on another door and it's wong and wong's like sup fuck you doing here because, you know, they're not on the best of terms. And uh, Stephen Strange is all like, hey, man, can't we just be friends? And can't you help me help you by helping me get my powers back and be Sorcerer Supreme again? Uh, and he's like, here's a map to what you need to get you to where you're going. Yeah. It's like, what are the, the, the spell he needs to get him to Asgard? So I, like, my favorite part of that is, is like, Doctor Strange being like, yeah, like, uh, we just need a, he's like, a map. You need a map to, and he's yeah. like, yeah, and we just could, he's like, here, and the other thing, and he's like, yeah. wow, you guys really have a connection, and he's like, no, he called me, and he emailed me. And like, <laughs> yeah, and he texted me again and again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just need the spell to get that, yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, so, he ends up on uh, the Bifrost, because he used the same spell that the uh, Frost Giants used to get to Earth without Hemdel noticing. He did it to get to Asgard. And he's like, all right, going to go talk to Odin now. And he, he walks in with a bag and an axe because he plans on chopping some wood. And he's like, Odin, I need your help too. And he's like, oh, shit, you ain't Odin. And he's like, no, I'm not an Odin. Uh, Odin. I'm, I'm <laughs> Cole. I'm, I'm evil. I'm the guy that they did a whole event about to stop, and now I'm just here. <laughs> We're cool. We're boys now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm helping out. I'm house-sitting. The realm. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, I think during this point, that was like a huge uh, thing in, uh, or, well, not a huge thing, but it was a thing in Jason Aaron's run where it was like everybody was pissed at Odin, and Odin's like, fine, fuck you guys. I'm bringing my brother that, like, is a monster. Yeah. And he's going to be my right-hand man. That and then, guys... like, also, like, bye. Yeah, that you guys also, like, <laughs> went out of your way to do everything you could to stop because he was going to destroy everything because he didn't like it so much that he was in prison for millennia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was cool. That that was a great, like, X-Men tie-in because Juggernaut got one of those hammers of fear and was, like, going to Utopia to fuck it up. And then you see, like, just how many contingency plans Cyclops has because he's a fucking goat. And, it, yeah. Honestly, it's oh, so weird that we don't see... Uh, Doctor Strange interact with Juggernaut, Juggernaut, Juggernaut. <laughs> God. yeah, with Juggernaut way more because like the Sidorak thing. Yeah, yeah, you think they would be like kind of closely tied? 
Which is cool because like, that was also when the gem and the crimson bands. Yeah, which sounds like a eighties all girl band. Yeah. <laughs> the gem and the crimson bands. Yeah, <laughs> their songs are in Stranger Things actually <laughs> in the next season. Um, but then uh, that was also when uh, fucking Colossus he got taken down to Sidorak to get the um, the what's its face uh, the Juggernaut powers because. They're like, yo, do you want your guy working for two entities over here? I bet you don't. And they're like, and Sidorak's actually, like, you know what? As long as he's breaking stuff, I don't really mind. But you do make a pretty good uh, tempting offer because you seem like a real good guy, and I think I can get you. <laughs> so uh, he gives him the powers of the Juggernaut, and they're thinking, like, this is going to weaken the Juggernaut so that we can have a chance to de- defeat him. And it sort of works a little bit, um, but it's a it's a really badass fight. The, the X Men working, you know, as a team as they as they do. Yeah, that's kind of their to 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 barely get by. It's like their one thing. So. Yeah. Um, but then later too, because he gets the Phoenix Force, so it's Colossus with his own power plus the Juggernaut power plus the Phoenix Force, and then he goes back to Sidorak and he's like, "Hey, remember how you didn't like." Your guy's having two things? Want to take this out of me now? And he's like, why the fuck would I do that? You're going to break so many things? This is great for me. Like, I saw what you did in the past, that picture of uh, the world that you broke. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Seemed good at it. Like, dude, I was was underplaying it. I wanted you. I would have paid you (laughs) to take the power for me and be my avatar. I, you just crushed that planet in that prophecy. You're a legend out here. <laughs> Everyone thinks Gene was like so bad for like breaking a planet full of broccoli people. You could break a planet full of cement people, dude. <laughs> so much stronger. She also broke like a planet full of cheese people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why people are so chill about it. <laughs> the cheese got all over the broccoli. Yeah. And that solar system ate for... Thousands of yeah, and that's how stars are born. Yeah, <laughs> the gases from those farts specifically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're broccoli farts. Yeah, they create the gases that then explode that make stars. <laughs> so I think we might have got so, as stupid with this as we possibly could. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Cole's all like, "Dude, you're so fun. I'm gonna totally kill you though. So uh, good on you for coming here." Um, and then Steven's like. Yeah, the thing is, I brought a sentry. And they're like, huh? So what? And sentry bursts in and just starts fucking people up because he's a sentry. And he's just strong like that. Yeah. And Which also, it's the it's important to put in context the motivation of why the sentry is there. Because uh, the last time we saw the sentry was Siege when he was fucking up Asgardians left and right. Yeah. So... He's using Sentry because they are terrified of Sentry more than anything else. Yeah, because he he's got hands and he throws yeah. them. Yeah, but also and, and also and everything else. He has people and he throws them in yeah. the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, he just he just starts fucking everything up. And Steven's like, "All right, I'm gonna go to this tree. I'm gonna chop it up." And he gets there and he's like, oh, "I feel bad. I don't even know what to do here, dude. Like, I'm chop you. You're so great. You're the you Drazel. You're you're like." So awesome, dude. <laughs> ah, that was an 80s band, right? 
The Shadow of the Yggdrasil? That was my band. I know. <laughs> you were around in the 80s, right? <laughs> no. Fuck you. <laughs> I was not around in the 80s. Your dad's balls were. You can't prove that. <laughs> like, he just got balls, like, that year in the 90s. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> anyway, so he touches... Who knows how sex works? So he touches the Yggdrasil, and it's like, hey, don't chop me, bud. And he gets, like, the third eye thing going, and he's like, oh, I understand it now. I'm not meant to cut you up. I'm meant to give you something. And this was actually a pretty good part, too, where it asks for, like, an offering to trade or whatever. And he's like, yeah, of course I got something. He's like, I don't got much, but what I do have is a very good boy. And it's bats. And Yeah, and it's sad. Again, saddest thing that's ever happened in comics. <laughs> Drazel's like, how'd you know I was Asian, dude? All these fucking fucking blonde whites this whole time is the Chang Dynasty, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And for this gift, because they they give me like fucking mead and haggis, these fools. I know haggis is more like a Scottish thing. Yeah, whatever. They're, right, but they're right next to each other, so who gives a shit? It's a it's a white northern thing. I'm pretty sure that's racist. <laughs> Good. They all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> all those northern whites. See, because now you put me in a position where I'm either <laughs> allowing your racism or I'm sticking up for Aryans. <laughs> Would you? Would you have any reason? Being to Aryan. <laughs> Anyway, the Yggdrasil's like, it's a worthy offering. Uh, it hentai's them real fast. Another reason why it's Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Takes the dog, hits him with tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, yes, I got power now. Uh, and then that takes us to the next issue. Which we should probably wrap this up in like the next ten minutes. Oh, I know. Because this I'm thing stops at like two out. hours. So, anyway... Uh, now souped up, you grazled out. Stephen Strange gets back to the uh, sanctum, yeah. and he's like, uh, "Loki, get your bitch ass out here!" And he like hits a rock into there. Were you about to say anything? I was just gonna say that because uh, I was saying the um, the beats that like Donny Gates likes to hit all the time. Like a couple more of them are like he likes to become the strongest version. He like he likes the characters to become the strongest version that they've uh-huh. ever been. Like he does that. He did that with. Uh, with Venom, uh, with oh, fuck, so many people, with yeah. Ghost Rider, which I guess would be doing it with Frank Castle, uh, he did it. He's doing it with Thor right now. He also, uh, like I said, killing dogs, right. um, giving people swords, right? Which I think you would do. The jaw, you... <laughs> the jaw rules of Donny Cates. Yeah, which give also... people swords, kill dogs, yeah. and make them super powerful. I mean, I don't kill dogs, but yeah. Yeah, this, this is pretty pretty close to my jaw rules. You would have wrote the actual X of Swords. I would have, and fuck Hickman for like <laughs> for what, promising swords yes, and not delivering. Yes, for the fan, well, not even fan art, but for the uh, the promo art to show Cyclops with the goddamn lightsaber, and then later he gets a Jedi outfit. Technically, it's a punch saber. That's so much cooler, dude! <laughs> a sword that hits you with punches. That's the worst sword. <laughs> we'll punch you with my sword. <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, he he brings down the whole sanctum. 
and then uh, Loki's like, holy shit, dude. You did not do what I think you did. Because, like, he knows the Yggdrasil's powers. And he's like, you can't. You can't fathom what you're doing here, dude. And he's like, what I'm doing here is whooping your ass. And then he transforms into, like, um, Gandalf, yeah, Stephen Strange. He gets uh, the powers of uh, God uh, magic. Oh, yeah, that too. But powers of love. His his staff even becomes kind of a heart of snakes. A, a little bit. <laughs> like, I don't uh, know if I'd describe that as a heart. More just two points pointing at each other. Yeah, after making the curves of a heart. But not the down, not the butt. There's no butt or boob of the heart. <laughs> no, hearts, hearts have, have butts and butts boobs. <laughs> Doesn't have that. She's got the pointy part. So anyway, uh, they start fighting, and he's like, you can't handle this, bro. I got the Yggdrasil power. I'm more powerful than I've ever been. And he's like, well, I'm Sorcerer Supreme, and I was already pretty dope. So you can't handle this. And and then they start fighting and he takes him to like a hell dimension. And he's like, oh yeah, you take me to a hell dimension? Well, what if I turn it all into bunnies? And it's all bunnies and whatnot. And then Loki's like, holy shit, dude. How are you paying for this? That's fucking nuts. How did you just, you transmuted an entire dimension to its opposite. And he's like, don't worry how about how I'm paying for it. And how he's paying for it is uh, Wong has some magic going on with um sentry and he's taking the cost of it all yeah which that monastery that they show in uh jason aaron's run uh dr strange finds out that that monastery has been there for a long time and wong's been running it with uh this huge group of sorcerers that are basically uh they're paying the price for dr strange's magic and that pisses off Strange and he shuts it down. Yeah, it's like if the Adrenochrome wanted you to have it, but didn't want you to know you were having it. So the babies were slaughtering themselves and putting themselves into your Ovaltine? I don't know. Isn't that uh, how Xavier was born? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Just punching babies in the womb? <laughs> Eating them in the womb. Yeah, Xavier's been taking an Adrenochrome since he was an Adrenochrome. Yeah. I don't know. I just hear that word a lot. I don't know what it means exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's in babies for some reason, and old rich people want it. Yeah, probably goes with their blood boys. That is a real thing. I know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, what's his face? They sh- they show back up, uh, Doctor Strange and Loki. <laughs> his name is on the book. I know, but <laughs> I'm not on that page, am I? Because that's the cover, and this is inside. And and Zelma walks up and sees what's going on, and they're like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna destroy you." And he's like, oh, "I'm gonna destroy you, bro. Come at me." And he's like, "No, come at I me, do bro. Respect you, bro." <laughs> <laughs> but they're doing like the ma- super supreme magic versions of the "Come at me, bro" arms. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're probably gonna level all of New York. And she's like, "How about you guys take some chill dust and dumps?" Uh, chill dust is just cocaine. <laughs> No, that's exactly the opposite. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, powdered heroin. She just sprinkles opium. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Because if there's anything the two of us know, it's drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and adrenochrome. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And apparently the names of the characters you're covering. <laughs> yeah, not those, dude. Like, how do you do those to get better? Yeah. You don't do Loki or Doctor Strange. I mean, if you're Zelma, you probably do. Actually, I'd be really surprised if Doctor Strange and Loki weren't strands of weed. Oh, I thought you were going to say doing each other. 
That too. Yeah, this is all actually just I can guarantee attention. there's at least 40 fan fictions where they're banging each other. Oh, for sure. Loki as a chick, Loki as a dude. Doctor Strange as a chick, as both a of them as dudes. Yeah, both of them as chicks. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Next week we'll be reading them. <laughs> Give us enough time. We run out of shit. We're like, hey, we getting back to that porn stuff to read now on air? <laughs> when are we doing that again? All right. So anyway, so they're like, uh, sands of opium. And she's like, yeah, now now you're on equal footing. Just talk it out. And he's like, Dr. Strange's like, no, equal. No, he's still a, and he yeah. just fucking punches like, him. I'm. He's still a god and I'm a veterinarian. Yeah. <laughs> So he punches him through the fucking building, and he's like, damn it, I don't got nothing. But he's in front of the door that Loki's been trying to get open this whole time. And he's like, oh, you know what I do have? This. And he's like, he knocks on it. Uh, Well, because Loki's like, open the door. And he's like, well, if you insist. Yeah. And it's the shave and a haircut knock, and he... Calls him a hack for it because that's all it took to open the yeah. door. <laughs> and probably also pissed off that he didn't think of it. Um, and then a shadow uh, forms around him and tentacles him up. Much like the Drazel turns out the void, also Japanese. <laughs> and then he comes out as the void. Strange. Dr. Void. Yeah, the Void possesses Dr. Strange. Yeah. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah. Um, and then Loki's obviously terrified. And that goes into the next book where they start fighting. Yeah. Because in comics, they are like to do that. It'd be weird if uh, they didn't in a superhero comic. That is true. Which, Although, I mean, it's happened before, but, you know. Although, if Doctor Strange was more of like a detective horror comic, that would work too. Detective Strange? MD. Doctor Horror and Detective Strange. I'd read that. Doctor Strange Horror. Yeah, yeah that's almost the thing. Almost. I mean, too many words. You replace close. horror with love. <laughs> yeah, you can't love wars. And have a good life. <laughs> and get out on top. You can't. I think. I don't know. (laughs) That's what society tells me you can't do. It's like you're trying to not cancel yourself. Because they'll always fuck your heart in the end. I'm supposed to be the depressed one here. (laughs) What are you doing, man? (laughs) You're encroaching on my thing. I can't get side hose, Tony. I can't get (laughs) side hose. That's the problem. I'm allowed to have side hose and can't get side hose. I also don't have time for side hose, but boy, do I wish I had them. You got too many Power Rangers to collect. <laughs> you keep saying that. I only care about one. <laughs> yeah, the re- that's the thing <laughs> is that you have, a, as an adult, actively have a favorite Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> but only one of them. Because there were multiple. All right, anyway, so. Which, by the way. Even though it's based on Japanese stuff, the way they did it in America, the whitest superhero team of all time. Uh, They're led by Tommy. The Black Ranger was black. Thank you very much. Yeah. And the Asian Ranger was yellow. The Yellow Ranger yellow. was Asian. That's what you're trying to say. I mean, both are accurate. 
<laughs> was the yellow one. Um, so anyway, uh, the Void Strange is beating the fuck out of uh, Sorcerer Supreme Loki. And he's like, oh no, we're fucked. We're fucked. And then uh, the Void's like, hey, you know how you've been macking on this chick and you didn't really know why you were attracted to her, but also you were looking for that spell that you were super into? Guess what? Ha-ha, it was right here the whole time. <laughs> fuck you, because I'm, I'm evil now, so I'm, like, spilling my secrets. Because <laughs> fuck Strange. I, I, I control him, and so I'm, I'm ruining everything for him and everyone. And he's like, oh, shit, that's true. Holy shit, he put the thing in you. That's nuts. Let me fist your chest real fast. <laughs> Let's fix this. <laughs> so he pulls, he pulls out uh, the exile of whatever the fuck that name was. Sing Soon. Yep. Fing fame, fing fam, sing soon. I don't know. Fing fang foom, sing soon. Uh, and he's like, like right now, and he's like, I'll see you soon in hell. And then he takes in, he spirit bombs basically with all the magic in in the realm. He just like absorbs it all unto himself, and he's like, I'm gonna get you now, bitch. And then he like brings back uh, strangest powers real quick. And he's like, I need you in this fight. And he's like, holy shit, what did you do? And he's like, I am better than you. And I did what was needed. And what was needed was I take in all this energy. And then I like, you know, those dragon ley line thingies that like do magic. This is all technical information, by the way. <laughs> these are, these are the You know, terms. Stonehenge. <laughs> you know those things? So like I jump started it. So we're running now. But we may run out of gas. But it's running. And he's like, oh, nice, sick. And he's like, yeah, dude, because I'm trying to be a good guy. Okay? I was doing good things. And you were getting in my way. And you have a fucking void here. And now we have to fight the void. Oh, by the way, he does that. He pulls apart Strange from the void. That's how he has Strange right there to even give him back power. Um, So they're fighting the void. And even then, they're sort of losing. They're like, holy shit, this thing just won't die with all this magic. And Sentry's like, because you need fists, bitches. And he... <laughs> you can only punch your problems away. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you go to school? Jeez. That is something that uh, also shows up in Hickman's Avengers over and over again, where they're like, oh, we can just go punch that problem away. <laughs> so uh, they punch him and shoot beams of magic and, and energy from eyeballs uh, at the void until they get him back in that room and shut it. And then <laughs> and then Sentry was about to fuck up doctor strange but loki blocks it and he's like dude fuck you dude you tell me you had it you told me the void was never gonna get out and then you let it out the fuck is wrong with you you piece of shit you know what that's done to me and to everyone else you fucking suck and then loki's like yeah dude you fucking suck but they're there yeah you're the worst uh and then zelma's like all right you're gonna tell him or am i gonna tell him and he's like All right, it hit two hours, and it's still going. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so Zelma's like, are you going to tell him, or I'm going to tell him? And Loki's like, what are you talking about? And, he, and she's like, <laughs> you, you, were, <laughs> you fisted my soul. <laughs> and that's a two-way street, buddy. <laughs> you can fist my soul, but you cannot fist my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to see everything that you did that you were keeping from me, and, and you tell him now, or I'll tell him. And he's like, okay, so maybe... It was all an illusion. You, there wasn't a tournament. You thought there was. I just wanted the power, and you gave it up to me. And then Doctor Strange's like, 
give me my fucking cape. Yeah, <laughs> get out of my house. house. Get out of my house. Give me my cape. And he's like, well, I mean, right, if we're going to be fair, though, it, like, if an illusion he got over you and you're the sorcerer, it kind of proves you shouldn't be sorcerer supreme, <laughs> yeah. really, when you think about it. And he's like, if you don't get the fuck out, and he punches him in the face. And Loki's like, fine, whatever. But I'm warning you, I did this for your own benefit. He basically pulls the, the um, vote Loki thing where he, like, Makes per- he's like I did this for you. Yeah. <laughs> this was for you. you like guys, he's just I- upfront about yeah. how much of an asshole he is. And then he like does a prediction of all these events that are going to come out, and they're legit. But Doctor Strange is like, I'm not believing any of this. And he's yeah, like, um, I want to find. The, did did uh, you not get it? And he's like, All right, fine, you got me. And he gives him back the cape. And he's like, But I thought we were cool, dude. And then he's like, oh, by the way, your friend, the dog, I really didn't want to kill the dog. Yeah, that was that's fucked up, man. That was an accident. And Doctor Strange is like, whatever. Talk to the fingers. And he, like, teleports him away. Yeah, because I think one of the things he... I'm trying to find the exact panel where he is talking about what's coming. Because <laughs> I remember he says the War of the Realms is one of them. Yeah, well, it's, I, yeah, it's right here. Uh, War of the Realms, uh, Hell on Earth, Damnation. So that yeah. comes up right after this. Well, literally, next issue. Gathering of the Infinity Stones. That also happens. Yeah, in Infinity. Uh, the final host. I don't remember the Infinity what Wars. this is. Uh, and then... The final host? Yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to be. Uh, is that Null? Maybe? Uh, anyway... And then he basically says, and you weren't strong enough, Steven, so I did this for you. I made you stronger. So good for you, but better for me that I made you this way. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. But then, he, yeah, he, he apologizes for Bats, and then he's like, get the fuck out of here. And then Zelma's like, hey, and speaking of getting the fuck out of here, I'm going to get the fuck out of here because fuck you, dude. You still suck. Yeah. You still you fucked everything up. He saved the day. He was just a dick about it and lied. But, like, you just ghosted me and then speaking of ghosts bat shows up he's like hey man you yeah, won i'm a ghost dog now and i'm gonna be like the, one of the best characters in this book going forward yeah uh after after strange loses everything he's like congratulations doc you won you got you got your house back and and the girl sorta she left she's gone yeah. <laughs> you got a house uh but you destroyed is, the house this is one of the things in the because i feel like from uh, right before Secret Wars, uh-huh. to like current, there was so much shit going on that basically led to like we should probably kill Doctor Strange for a while. Uh. So like this is one of them. Damnation's definitely one of them. Uh, him selling his soul. Uh, in uh, Avengers leading up to Secret Wars, that's like what started it. Uh, like just Strange doing fucked up shit over and over again until yeah. they're like. How we need to kill him for a little while. Like, he probably deserves to die. Yeah, some atonement going on. I mean, they killed Cyclops for less. Yeah. For saving minorities? No, I think, <laughs> like, because if all that shit's true, which, I mean, obviously it is, about the uh, that producer and, and Marvel who was, like, or editor or whatever, who's like, mutants are dying. Yeah, um... Like, he's the lead. Like, mutant. something. Yeah, like, people want to, like, say Xavier's the leader of the X-Men. No, he's not. 
uh, or that Wolverine's like the most. He's the most popular mutant character, but he's not the most popular X Men. Yeah, Cyclops is the main character of the X Men. Yeah, he he just is. Like all the the best pivotal moments come from him. Uh, yeah. So he killing him symbolically is like the death knell in the X Men, and at that point, it's like, and we're gonna churn out garbage. And yeah, which going... also they did kill Wolverine at that same time. Yeah, they true, true. I mean, if they're they're the two primary pillars of the X books, like I'm not saying Wolverine isn't important, but he's yeah. like not solely an well, X Men character, especially at that time. Like one school was run by Wolverine, the other school was run by Cyclops. True. So, so you it, kill those it, it two, and... completely just destabilizes the uh, environment the X Men are even under. Uh, yeah, and and then they just make bullshit. And there are three different teams always seemingly on the run. Even when they move the school to uh, Central Park, like, it's just boring. Like, they just make boring stories with no stakes. Um, and then even, they do, they kill off all the X-Men. Yeah. Like, and then they, they enter into... Probably one of the best runs in X-Men comic history that gets shit on. Rosenberg's is fucking yeah. fantastic. That runs in tandem with one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever read. It started there. <laughs> no, no, no. That's way before. Oh. Uh, but all the uh, the Age of X-Men. Yeah, stuff. those were garbage. So bad. It's like Pleasantville meets... Yeah. When we like, were covering those, I just yeah. I stopped... Or, like, reading them because I just couldn't bring myself to read anymore. They were bad. Yeah. Um, and it was all basically to be, like, a Matrix analog of just, like, I kept trying to give you a perfect world, but you wouldn't take it. And so I had to give you one where you struggled, and then you you, you kept fighting me, and, and I'm just trying to help you fucks. And, by the way, everyone thinks you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pocket dimension, and none of it matters, and and none of it means anything. Uh, but you know they're they're gonna reboot you all. So yeah, it has had no stakes going forward after that. Like it has not mattered yeah. at all. And if any, I mean, unfortunately, neither has the Rosenberg stuff, and that I really wish it did. Like that, that yeah. was something that was because Hick, Hickman doesn't. So he genuinely did not give a shit about anything that happened with the X Men before. Yeah. True. I have noticed a trend, though, of, like, at least the art styles, that they're getting a lot of people drawing, like, uh, Pepe Larraz. Like, cause I, I it's would It's probably, think, like, a fast uh, fast way to get, like, stuff out, because he's I, not, like, super detailed. I would think Pepe did a thing, and then it's like, oh, it's not Pepe. Somebody else. Yeah, I like Pepe's art, but I would definitely assume that uh, it's way faster to do than, like, a Saab Riddick. That's, I think that's true, um, but it's also weird because it's like Pepe's slightly more like uh, it's more implied. Like he's got, he's, it's a good like, like every panel you can make out obviously what's in the panel, but it feels more like the whole thing is drawn as a design or something. Yeah. Rather than he's really good hyper at hyper detailed. Yeah. Rather than like hyper detailed like characters and environment and stuff yeah. like uh, yeah he's he's really like he's uh he's not like in any sense 
bad. He's just like a um, minimalist. Oh, he's one of my favorites. Of yeah, yeah, that exactly. That. Where like I'd assume just the color because I think uh, Asad Ribic also does coloring for. Uh, yeah. His, so yeah, Asad like, Ribic I'd put in like a category with like Alex Ross. Yeah. Where like if they're handling it, they're handling it. It's like so those. It takes two, and a long the, time. I can't remember his name right now, but the guy who was doing. Uh, uh, the like he did a lot of Carnage books for a while, and mm-hmm. I I always forget his name, but he's super detailed to where you can see like people's fingerprints. But it's just interesting to see like eras of these comics where like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of people basically doing art the same way, mm-hmm. and there might be one or two who are excelling at it, and everyone else is kind of like a paler imitation of it. But like like you look at like way older X Men, Spider Man, and Avenger stuff, and they all look like they're drawn by Kirby, but Kirby's not doing all of them. It's just yeah. a bunch of other people. They're like a less, Kirby. like a less detailed Kirby drawing. Yeah, and so now these are all within like Pepe's style that he's established. It yeah. feels like. But I like it overall. It's just it's weird because I feel like one of the benefits comics had, like American comics have, over like say uh, Japanese manga or something, is how many different artistic interpretations you can get of the same characters. So you know yeah. who the character is. But they look so different in all these different books. Yeah, like there's, I mean, and there's like, uh, there's some similarities between them all to where you still know it's that character, like yeah. out of costume, uh, for the most part, uh, except uh, I can't remember. Whoever drew House of M. Uh, <laughs> it was bad, yo. Yeah. And I didn't even remember how bad it was, but then you, like, you go back and like Cyclops, Wonder Man, Captain America, they like all have the same body. Tony Stark. They yeah, look exactly they the, the same. Uh, they have the same face. Yeah, uh, yeah, same face. And Wonder Man has the same color glasses as Cyclops. <laughs> so, so you think Wonder Man and Cyclops? Yeah, and, and so does Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So yeah, they all and like none of them except like maybe Wonder Man. None of them are the type of characters that have like a square face. And he yeah. gave them all like a, a square head. Yeah, I don't like that about um and and I get that people like him, but uh, John Romita Jr. No, I don't know he's, anybody who likes John Romita he's Jr. He's real boxy. He's, I I think of him a lot the way I think of Todd McFarlane. Okay. Uh, where they draw uh, superheroes or like characters. They draw a really good mask and they draw a really good monster. Uh-huh. But when you see like people's faces, they're horrible. Mm. Like, have uh, I've shown you Todd McFarlane's Mary Jane, right? Yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Horrible looking. <laughs> But like his Spider-Man and his lizard, yeah. look amazing. Yeah, I, I can see that. Well, it's because it's what's cool. It's what's fun to draw. I've I've run into that problem sometimes. Is like you wanna you're excited to draw the cool thing, but then you're like, oh, this is a story though that takes place in a world that's supposed to be n- kind of normal. So yeah. you gotta draw normal people, and it's like, oh, that's boring. Yeah, not that's, everything can be like person. Uh, here's another normal yeah, person. Not everything can be awesome. Yeah, and then some people find a way to like. Just say fuck it, and they 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 have a style of doing like, uh, really cool, and then they get super simplistic, almost to the point of like insulting you as a reader. Where the like the guy I forget who it is, uh, a lot of these I don't have committed to memory, but who did uh, Kamala's comic? There's so many panels of like when they pull out, it's just two dots and a line for a face. Yeah, which like a uh, uh, a Saab Rubik does, or not Saab Rubik, um Pepe Larez does a lot too. Not so blatant. Yeah, where it's like it's literally looks like a ditto face 
on all three characters in a panel where it's like you actually could have kind of tried to have a face yeah. like it's big enough that they could have had faces here and you just decided to go boop boop whoop. You get, a lot of them use it as like uh like a reaction to stuff um and then what's his face uh dotson terry dotson yeah <laughs> those one of those uh he does that too where it's like i like his art and then there's like something where like it's a smaller panel, not even that much smaller, or it's like a wider scope, and he just phones it in, just scribbles a thing, yeah. and it's like, what even is this, dude? And I think a lot of that it's is like a doodle is just because like comic artists are extremely underpaid. Oh uh, yeah, they're uh, to they're, the point where most of them through. just start doing covers because it pays more to just do covers, and they have more time. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Like, not everybody's going to be like like Ryan Stegman, where everything is, like, detailed really well. Stegman's dope. And he's, like, super consistent. Yeah, Stegman's real dope. I don't even know how he has the time to do as much as he does. Because he he rarely has breaks from books, too. Because usually when they, like, have a different, like, a quote-unquote guest artist on a run that has a regular artist it's because they're like hey dude i need a week off <laughs> i need yeah <laughs> i need some time to like have a life and then i'll get right back on this project and like all right we got you like he like because i know he did uh he was drawing like scarlet spider and then he went into like superior spider-man and then yeah. i don't remember what he did after superior spider-man but then went into venom and like uh i don't know what he's working i know he's drawing something with kate's for uh for the books coming out with image, but it's not for image. It's like a digital platform and they're mm. releasing it on image. Uh, but like every time, like just, I'll just like think of like the books and then I'm like, this art's really good. And then fucking, cause like, I didn't know he drew uh, superior Spider-Man for a long time. I just knew the art was dope. Yeah. And then like, I sure. think that was, That's that was one too. of his early like things he drew. It's superior. Is really good. Yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, oh, but that was Doctor Strange. Yeah, uh, Loki, Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, and you know we got uh we got well we kind of got social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's out there. We got. Uh, like I'll post Twitter. stuff every once in a while, but I can't be on there at all times because I I don't want to kill myself. So. Yeah. Or tw- speaking of Twitter specifically, I mean we also have a Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, you can check out. We post stuff. Also heavily speaking of comments. Facebook on my part, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's fine. Like. Uh, the hate comes from I had the most depressing thing happen to me on Facebook where I I shared an image that I love. It, it is my favorite comic cover since we're speaking about comic art. And it's literally the first comic book when I decided I'm going to collect comics. I went to Comic City. The first comic I bought was this one because it was so mind-blowingly fucking awesome. And it's uh, issue one of uh nation x which was the one you had stan lee sign yeah which which i have right here next to me and and even stan lee when i handed him it like because you know it's one of these things stan lee's just signing a bunch of shit for a bunch of people and people try to talk to him and then he tries to kind of respond but like you know he's he's like on a grind to get through the line and plus he's he at the time he was like in his 90s and had been doing it since like He's, like, what, 40s? And still had a meet <laughs> like, and greet to do afterwards. Like, this is just the initial run. And they did it alphabetically, so I'm at the end of the line. Yeah. And he even has, like, security there kind of, like, rushing people along. 
all I had time to do was say hi. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have time to do anything else. But I what I noticed and it the moment seared into my brain is because everyone else is handing him like old Fantastic Four comic stuff that's gonna like appreciate and value. Then there are idiots who are just handing him him their uh fucking uh pamphlet for the convention. Yeah. To sign. You know, and there's some guys who are like, like there was a guy next to me in front of the line who had a sketchbook and was like, I want him to sign my sketchbook because it'd be really cool. Uh, I hand him this thing that he has nothing, he has nothing to do with. I'm sure he doesn't know what the fuck's going on with the X-Men. He gets it and he just takes a minute, like he, he takes a moment to just look at it. And then I watch him find a spot with like no characters and then he signs his name right there. And I was like. Yo, Stanley thinks this is cool too. <laughs> we we have a connection in this one moment. <laughs> yeah. where we both think this is the coolest cover ever. The book itself is stupid. <laughs> it's just, it's just an anthology of like the days in the life of you know mutants on Utopia. Yeah. But like personally, if I was if I was ever able to have gotten something signed by Stanley, I would have to have done either a book written by him and Kirby, mm-hmm. or uh, it, oh goddamn. I'm getting old and I'm blanking on everything. So many things. Uh, the um, and it's like our brains are all like computers with multiple tabs just left open. Yeah, uh, like times. I'm just my brain's getting slower. Yeah, and slower. Uh, I would either be him and Kirby, or uh, him and Ditko. Mm. Like I feel like you have to have. Yeah, like one that's of those the signs. that's if the you, real if you smart have them, they're hard to I, get some of them. I did the real sentimental thing. Yeah, what I did is no different than the guy next to me who wanted him to sign his sketchbook. It doesn't mean anything to anyone else but you. Honestly, the only book I would probably have to that Stanley wrote that he'd be able to sign doesn't have Kirby or Ditko on the art. Uh, I'm not sure who the artist is, but it's an issue of Daredevil. And the whole thing's not even written by Stanley. The first ten pages are, and then there's a section where he's like, "I went on vacation halfway through this book." <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, he's like, "I," uh, he's like, "I I wrote the first half. I went on vacation at this point, and then somebody else took it over." Was that to be like, so it's not my fault? Or was that to be like, and then he killed it. So don't give me credit. He's This guy was awesome. Oh, I could see him doing either one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Wait. anyway, so this cover, I'm like, I, I'm going to share it. And I had a, because a, a, a dumb pun came to my mind of like, uh, Cyclops ran a mutant island before it was Krakul. Because Krakoa. And... It got so many, like, engagement, like, likes and whatnot and shares, like, hundreds of shares, thousands of that. Like, in terms of, like, going viral, it was, like, nothing. It's the best we've done. But it's the best I've (laughs) ever done. Yeah. And it was about something that had absolutely nothing to do with anything personal. (laughs) So it was so depressing. I'm uh, just like, oh, god damn it. The most likes and shares I ever got on a post on Twitter was... uh, it was a panel from Howard the Duck. <laughs> that um, was uh because it was um it was a panel where there's a it's in Zadarsky's Howard the Duck run. Yeah. He's got this hilarious ongoing joke where Spider-Man keeps on coming across people and he thinks they're dead and he breaks down and starts <laughs> That's funny. It's like <laughs> So I posted like all the times that he did that and there's like he uh he's like swinging through the park and he's supposed to meet uh Aunt May uh-huh. and like Howard the Duck comes in he's like oh Aunt May like I need your help with something and she's just like not in the spot she was supposed to be in I think she like left flowers behind and he was like <laughs> oh God no Aunt May and, like breaks out and cries and then like another Howard gets zapped away and he's like why does this keep happening to me 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, we got social media. You can check it out. Yeah. Um, and then if Facebook, you wanna, Twitter, Instagram, we kind of do the stuff. If you want to support us and check out our Teespring, uh, you can hit the link to do that. We got some dope shirts. I did the art. Uh, sans the coloring on um, the. I'm Charlie not, parody. Yeah, that was done by Pixar Nerd Studio. Yeah, and that dude crushed it. Yep. Made it look Did so a really nice. good fucking job on so, it. So, uh check those out uh if you're if you're feeling uh generous. Yeah, in a book. And ah, in the Saddest Little Fart. We got <laughs> yeah. the Saddest Little Fart. It's available on Amazon. You can check that out. That's a that's more of an original thing. It teaches a very valuable lesson. Also, it's about funny farts. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it's this there people are saying that it's this generation's Captain Underpants. And by people I mean us. Yeah. Like, me right now. I it's just said it. That was what, the first time. It's what was under those pants and it burst out. <laughs> so yeah, you know, like so don't be a dingus, go check it out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's for today. <laughs>